go. We got to figure yeah. it out now. It only, <laughs> it only took us like a million years, but we got there eventually. We're, we're all That's fine fun. here now. How are you? This is why I wanted to do this now and experiment while we were, you know, doing stuff. I'm sure our listeners will be very patient. Oh, I'm sure they totally will. Woohoo! Fingers crossed. I'll find you and you put a secret bunker for a YouTube video. <laughs> is that what we're doing now? Is putting people in bunkers for YouTube videos? I mean, there's money to be made. Now I'm on a list. Yeah. Well, you yeah. were on a list before. Um, I, I sincerely doubt you weren't <laughs> on a list anywhere, Christy. Oh. Awesome. All right, well, I guess we can get started then. Um, welcome, everybody, to Dance Robot Dance uh, on In the Basement Edition, because we are sitting in my basement trying to record this on new technology, and it is only marginally working so far, so we're doing all right. I st- now I can't hear Tim again. Tim, you need to speak. I'm here. I just have my oh, mic muted. Okay. So I was sh- oh, I'm shaking mute. up a drink. Don't do shit oh, like I thought, that. I just wanted to put the fear of God into you for a second. Uh, you totally, you just totally scared the shit out of me, buddy. I thought, I thought we lost you, and I was gonna like freak the fuck out. <laughs> Otherwise, this seems to be working all right so far. All right, so how are you guys? I was just, a, I was just a mass shooting victim. You know, it's a normal day for America. Yeah, well, just another day in America. Yeah, it's no, no audio issues. Just some other shit going on. Yeah. So how are you guys? How are you guys doing? Um, I only got four hours sleep last night, so I'm gonna be invigorating today. Invigorating <laughs> or invigorated? Both. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we have a so uh, I'm Mark. I'm hosting tonight. Uh, I'm here with Christy in the room. Sup. Tim's in Atlanta on the big screen. Let's get riggedy riggedy wrecked. There you go. Uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, Paul's here from Korea. Whee! Hey, how's it going? But he's not actually from Welcome Korea back. right now. Well, he's in from Korea, so he's in the basement though. He is in the basement with us though, in Canada. So, so for for spatial awareness, if you guys are going to freak out, uh, I am here in my basement in the Greater Toronto area with my brother Paul and Christy's here. Yeah, you. Tim's up on the big screen. We're going to try and do a podcast this way and see how horrifyingly badly it turns out. We should take a picture <laughs> of it. We should, but that would require a third person to take the picture. Tim, take a, a picture. <laughs> <laughs> you can take a screenshot. No, it's yes. not, not the same effect. It's not the same. Uh, that's awesome. You know what I didn't do is actually, I was so worried about getting all this fucking tech set up, was the the news I did not at all get any news. So. <laughs> well, I think the biggest news is the shooting. And yeah, but do we want to talk about no, that? No, we just want to say that it happened. It's a timestamp. Yeah. It's very sad. It is very sad. And Tom Petty is not dead. As yet. of this recording. Yeah. So that may still yeah, be that's, pending. That's, that's been going all over the place. Well, I told I told Mark and Paul, well, it's the Wikipedia already announced him dead. Like it's up yeah, there. I saw and it's that. like these people have from the news sites have already gone on uh, record saying, No, 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 no. We were misinformed. We've you know <laughs> spread lies. Jesus. I know. Fake news. Fake news is right. Fake news. Trump Fake probably news, tweeted, sad. poor Tom Petty. So dead. Sad. Sad, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't I doubt uh, I doubt Tom Petty's a Trump supporter. That man likes his weed way too much to uh Yeah. That's what I was I was joking around with uh my sister and uh Paul before the podcast, uh when we found out that he'd had a heart attack. I'm like, is it possible to be on that much weed and then have a cardiac yep. arrest event? No, but like yeah. legit. 
I would have thought that would mellow you out so much you wouldn't possibly feel any stress that would cause a heart attack. His heart like slowed down so much that it just stopped. That's pretty much what I was getting at. I'm like, it's like he had a heart attack because he took so much weed that his heart skipped a beat and that caused an issue more so than anything (laughs) else. So we wish you the best, Tom Petty, obviously. So we don't want you to die, but it is, uh, there's a lot of weed jokes to be made. So there you go. There's also a lot of, um, if he died, we would all be heartbroken or the heartbreakers. Something about something about the heartbreakers. Too soon. It would be a heartbreaker. <laughs> be my favorite movie, company. Don't be my favorite movie. Okay. There you go. <laughs> not my oh, Jesus. Movie, but it's 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 up there. That's all. Not up there. Well, but well, I, I while we were fucking with uh, technical shit, I did run through the week's news. If uh, if you would like, I can head this up for you uh, and and take over for your shoddy hosting, Mark. I don't know, Tim. Your news ends up being like. 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> no, it's not too much. Um, and one of them is directly related to our meat of the episode. Meat? The first one, I mean, uh, Blade Runner 2049 is not out yet, but the early reviews are starting to come in, and they are fucking, like, glowing. Yeah, what was the Rotten Tomatoes this morning? Like, or yesterday, 97 or something like that? It's up there, yeah. So, it's... I'm. I was already super fucking pumped for this movie. I watched all of the like shorts the that shorts. they put on uh, up. Yeah, the three different shorts they put up the last week, and I am like fucking like past midnight and halfway around again for this fucking movie. <laughs> well, you know, Ryan Gosling <laughs> already saved Jazz with La La Land, so now he can save <laughs> yeah. uh, comic book movies. Not comic book movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Classic sci-fi movie. Now he can save sci-fi. Thanks, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> um, what else was there? Uh, in more sort of like revisits to old 80s movies, this one is kind of mostly for me. Unless, do we have any other like major Flight of the Navigator fans on the show today? We watched Flight of the Navigator so much when we were kids. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. It was one of those ones that was like on like every Sunday afternoon or something like that, right? Like it was. Yeah just constantly on tv or whatever it is getting remade why (laughs) uh i don't know i'm guessing just the whole like stranger things it sort of revamp they're looking for movies to remake that involve like young protagonists from that sort of era since there's obviously a huge amount of uh nostalgia for that right now as christy bumps cats into the microphones But uh, yeah, so uh, the movie starred Pee Wee Herman or Paul Rubens as the navigator, or no, not as the navigator, as the sentient ship. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I fucking love the shit out of that movie, so I'm pretty excited for that. I'm wondering if I watched it so many times when we were kids that I burned out on it. Mm. Yeah. That was a frequent rental from Jumbo Video. we had a copy, right? Like, <laughs> did did we ever actually own a copy? I think copy? we made a copy. Like, oh, we, we made a copy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely like wore the shit out of it. So, mm, okay. Nice. So, uh, like, uh, is there any like who's going to be in the remake, or are they going to bring Pee Wee back to do the voice again? Like, <laughs> it's uh, it looks pretty early at this point. Uh, it's just Pee-wee. there's a remake happening, and that's about it. How do you hate Pee Wee Herman? He's terrifying. Okay. He's like on Pee Wee Herman levels. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge Pee Wee fan. I watch yep. the shit out of that. I have a huge amount of nostalgia for yeah, the the Pee Wee Herman. He's the worst. Yeah, for Pee Wee's Playhouse. Nah, worst. 
worst. Okay. We have to do a Pee Wee episode now at some point. Nope. Guys. I'm out. <laughs> we got some fun Marvel Comics news. Um, old Man Logan is getting a prequel in the form of an Old Man Hawkeye comic. I saw that today, actually. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I really need to know the story of what happened to Hawkeye between uh, whatever, like the 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 incident that kind of causes Logan to go away in that story, and then like what happened to Hawkeye in the interim. Like that doesn't interest me that much. But and it's not going to be Mark Millar writing it, so like why do I care? I guess you know what I mean. It would be something oh. if they could get Mark Millar back into their fold and go like yeah. he's gonna. But if they're going to do, Paul's groaning, and I don't know if he's groaning loud enough into the microphone that we can hear him, because he does that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because you're hearing his headset, not the actual mic that I'm recording. Um, <laughs> but they don't need to, if they're going to go back and revisit that time, that story, they should at least try and get Millar back in to do it, because like, yeah, he created I, the whole shit show. So That's true, but I guess I think that other people could probably take that world and do something interesting with it. And I just really don't like his writing very much at all. Yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, just, that's fair. I think he's kind of an onerous fuckboy, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that's that's just me. Wait, what happened? What happened to Logan? Why did he leave? I'm never going to watch that movie. Why did he leave? He said something happened between. Well, the Old Man Logan is the story that the Logan movie is based on. Yeah, but because he killed everybody. What? They the. The story of Old Man Logan, which I think I've told on the podcast a number of times. Probably now, didn't listen to you. And you probably weren't listening, <laughs> um, which you can't do when we're in the room and I can make eye contact with you to make hey, sure that you're listening. I'm listening right now. I know. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> no, she has a cat in her lap. She's probably not really listening. She's barely paying attention to me as it is because she's petting <laughs> Ivy. Yeah. Um, the story of Old Man Logan, though, is that all the supervillains finally organize and take on super like heroes that they're not used to taking on mm-hmm. so mysterio from spider-man creates an illusion that makes wolverine think that all of the x-men are the other supervillains. no so he goes berserk and kills everybody no and then he, when he kind of snaps out of it or they take the illusion away he's killed everybody so he swears off violence and no! goes and like does that Poor yeah Hugh. it's not Hugh though it's from the comic book no so it's Except, not yeah it's like not just wolverine different so. guy yeah, different character completely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have to talk into the microphone. Sorry, the cat moved it with her well, butt. Well, that's because you shouldn't have the cat on your lap while you're trying to record a podcast. Shut your dirty mouth. Then can you move the microphone <laughs> Shut back your to your mouth? mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back. That would be that would be. See, ideal. even when you're around me, monitoring me, I fuck up the mic. I know, but I could like immediately call you on it, as opposed to trying to like, whatever. Anyway, that's fine. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was Marvel Legacy number one came out, and there's a bunch of stuff that happened in it. I don't know Marvel well enough to know what of this is really exciting and what's not. So I haven't. I don't know. Shield is over. Tony Stark is missing. Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm are restarting the Fantastic Four. Logan is back, and he has an Infinity Stone. Yeah, I knew about the Infinity Stone. I knew they were going to start trying to re- like soft relaunch Fantastic Four at some point in the next little while, but I don't know that anybody at Marvel actually cares enough to do anything about it properly, since they really don't give a shit about that property or the X-Men these days, so mm-hmm. it's hard to say. Um, yeah. Anyway. 
anyways, like I said, I don't know. I don't know enough about Marvel's the six one six to really know like what of this is super exciting to people. But uh, I already talked about that. I already talked about that. Uh, the Gifted premieres tonight, so another new comic book show based on the Marvel mutants sort of yeah. family. Ooh, how was Inhumans? Uh, not as bad as I was expecting it to be. Not great. Yeah, not good, not good. Yeah. I watched it. Um, do we want? To, do you want to talk about? Like, it's just I don't think it's only Paul, Tim and I have seen any of it. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I had no interest. Nah, me neither. <laughs> um, so I watched the finale or the premiere yesterday, and I think <laughs> which Tim might as well too. be the finale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Um, I wasn't. I'm not being as generous, I guess, as Tim is being because I was not impressed at all, but. Um, I just thought it looked like, um, I think the best comparison I saw was that it had like the same kind of uh, production value as the old Xena or like Hercules kind of shows. No did. way. Ooh. Just like it looked really <laughs> cheap. Ooh. Yeah. And like. I think I think a lot of that is just because they chose to film it in IMAX and they really shouldn't have yeah. because you can't yeah. do a TV show. And we've had this conversation before. You can't do a TV show budget with like high quality, like high def movie cameras kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. kind of like when they did The Hobbit and it just looked bad the way they. Well, that was it. the frame rate thing, right? Like they yeah. shot it at forty-eight frames per second. I don't mind the forty. I didn't mind the forty-eight frames per second thing actually, but that's a different. Yeah, that's a different issue. Um, but yeah, it had, it had a uh, few no, redeeming just, moments. I just thought it looked goofy, and it like this. This story was a little weird. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm not like. It's not going to be like the first thing I go to watch every week by any stretch. I probably will give it a shot for another few episodes, but I don't know. It's not going to be something I watch and like pay really strict attention to kind of thing. It's going to be background TV for me. Yeah, same here. I don't think I'll be, uh, I, I probably won't keep up to it super closely if it, and I, I sincerely doubt the way it's looking so far that it's going to last past this season because it's. No, they um there was a listing somewhere that said that this was going to be a mini series. Like they had canceled it before it had even premiered. That's possible. In humans? Yeah, in humans. Yeah. I don't remember where I read this. I think it might have been on the Mary Sue that they um had listed it as a, a mini series instead of a, a full series yeah. or like a first season. Um you can see the well, that's com- what they do. but you can see the complete the complete series of the Inhumans uh, premiering whenever. So I think they've already canceled it. It's possible. Yeah. I haven't heard anything specific about it, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. And uh, ABC wanted to cancel agents of shield, but uh, Disney wouldn't let them. Yeah. So they're, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They're probably just like, no, let it die. Come on guys. Come on guys. Let agents of shield go. And Disney's like, no, squeeze every last penny out of it. Yeah. Yeah, precious. But yeah, I don't know. I think it was a movie, a poster or something like that that uh, sort of identified it as a miniseries, and from there, a lot of people extrapolated that it might already be canceled. But I don't know. We'll see. That's fine. I I uh, I didn't really like anybody in it, and I'm not super invested in any of the, in the story of the Inhumans overall. So I'm like, you didn't see one. You didn't want to see Ramsey on the moon. I fucking hate that guy. Because <laughs> is Ramsey on the moon? I've never liked that actor. <laughs> <laughs> since since uh, Misfits, I've I've disliked that actor. Nah, I don't mind him. I think he did Ramsey very well. Terrifyingly well. Um, Fair enough. 
The final piece of news that I had for the evening is uh, directly related to our meat of the episode in that McDonald's is bringing back Sichuan sauce for a single day on October 7th. Oh, we'll have to go to McDonald's That's then. That's amazing. It's a day. Wall falls in town. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll go get some... Uh... Need that Szechuan sauce, Morty. It's all about the Szechuan sauce. Gotta get that Szechuan sauce, Morty. It's delicious. Sweet, <laughs> spicy, tangy. You could be a Justin Roiland. I can see that. You look good. <laughs> you could totally cosplay Justin Roiland. <laughs> you could be Dan yeah, Harmon. So. Why? I don't know. Just because you have a beard. And I don't give a shit yeah. about what you're saying to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're sar- you're sarcastic asshole Roiland with the beard. Harmon, people would yeah. freak the fuck out. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah. And then have um, Paul go as Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, I'm done. Down totally. Um, that was was all. That was all the news I had. All right. So if we don't have any other news, I can't think of anything else to talk about in terms of news this week. Oh, there Um, was one more thing in terms of a uh, renewal of a nostalgic favorite, considering it's Halloween. Um, they they've been talking in talks for a potential Hocus Pocus sequel. Oh yeah, but not with the original cast. Yeah, and made for TV. um, I'm I love. Hocus Pocus a lot. Um, I've seen it a hundred million times, perhaps, <laughs> and like it's kind of a camp classic as well as a cult classic for kids too. Like grown gay men really enjoy watching Hocus Pocus. They're, they're pretty that. fabulous, which is pretty. Sarah great. Jessica Parker is like a bit of an icon. Yeah, and Bette Midler, Bette Midler. of, of what course. Was I talk about <laughs> Bette Midler, <laughs> fucking Midler, right? This is one of the few times I've ever been attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker. Actually, was in that movie, right? Oh, jeez. I've yeah, never she, seen her as the hot sex slut. symbol. Yeah, you, really, you've never seen it. All of us, I would never have you would have been it. the one who saw it the most. It's a Disney production. I am a big Halloween it. guy. It is, but uh, it's just I've never the li- live action Disney stuff has never really been my jam. Um, and Thanks. plus, it was a little past our time. I feel like as well. Yeah, I just ha- I had these guys around, so I kind of mm. uh, kind of got caught onto it. I think I was old enough that like because it was like it, late nineties, right? Or yeah, like mid nineties or something. Early yeah. night. No, it was early, early nineties. Well, we all have internet machines in front of us. I'm just really afraid to touch <laughs> the computer that's directly in front of me right now. So <laughs> here I can. Focus, focus. I want to say it was ninety three. Let's see if I'm right. Ninety three. I'm right. Ninety three. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So early. Early nineties. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. That that movie. That I don't have any particular affinity for that film the way my brother seems to. So I, I it's it was just part of like every Halloween. I I watched that and the Nightmare Before Christmas, oh, yeah. and then we watched The Exorcist together. Yeah, there Halloween is definitely time. that. So <laughs> we've and got the rest our, is history. We, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm not sure if like a brand new cast is a great. I just like who are you gonna yeah. get to play those like especially those two witches right like. Yeah, well, they're iconic. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. So I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll see. But I, it's another one of those remakes where I'm just kind of like, okay, just <laughs> let it happen. No and thanks. We already got one. Yeah, it's kind of like every uh, Hollywood remake of an anime film or a, a video game franchise. I'm just like, yeah. it's gonna happen. I don't have to watch it. So. Yep. 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 Uh-huh, 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 earbook. I have, uh, this is totally random, I have sporadic recurring dreams about those fucking aliens. Oh, really? Sesame Street, it's terrifying every time. It's the creepiest, I don't know why, 
terrified. Oh, something <laughs> kind of weird makes you uncomfortable? Yeah, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, is that interesting? Oh, isn't that interesting to know? It's really nice having Christy's dead eyes here talking to me, like, directly, <laughs> as opposed to just staring at the ceiling at her house while she's emoting. It's interesting. Yeah. How you doing, Christy? How's it going? Sleepy as hell. Are you tired? All right. <laughs> All right let's, uh, let's move on then to... Like, uh, I just feel like I'm going to be Joan and or Abe um, in Clone High. <laughs> like, um, when Abe doesn't get enough sleep and he gets a tattoo of a dolphin. Joan tells him about the time she got the tattoo of a dolphin because she was so sleepy. <laughs> Okay, that no? was a great episode. It was I a great. I've only seen that show once. So oh my gosh, you're missing out! It's so good. It's Alicia okay. got it's... a massive tattoo this week that she ended up very sleepy after. So I can vouch that oh, that's no. a thing. Was it a? Was it a? I chose this before I was sleepy. No, it was she got sleepy after it because oh, getting a oh. huge tattoo is very taxing. Yes, I know. I have to go get mine fixed. My. You have a tattoo. Two. Where. Um, one is behind my ear. It's music notes, but I have to get it retouched because it's all gray now. And then I have um, a heart on my thigh that was supposed to be two and a half eight-bit hearts, but the guy halfway through doing it was like, "Oh, I can't do it." <laughs> we've I'm heard that story on the podcast. Oh, before. we've heard this story. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. All right. Well, guys, uh, I don't know how you're going to do this sync-wise, but if you guys want to do Geek of the Week, <gasps> ready, Tim. How about how about we just let uh, Paul and Christy do it since they're in the room together? That's well, true. You guys you don't can, even like, want to try. You guys want to do this? <laughs> All right. You ready? Right. One, One, two, two three. Geek of the week. Geek, 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 geek. Yay! Tim participated. Mark well, did it. <laughs> you guys flat like fucking crushed the uh, the high end on that audience. Yeah, you, good. You, you peaked the shit out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Ivy was just like. Oh. <laughs> I love this cat. All right, so uh, we'll go around the room. We'll start with Tim and do uh, Geek of the Week. Tim, what was your uh, geekiest thing this week? Um, we already talked that I I sat through in in humans, but uh, I would say the let's see, I did go see uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle this weekend. Um, was it good? It was. It was, yeah. I mean, if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Is all I can say. There's one guy I know that apparently liked the first one enough to go see the second one and then said the second one was like the worst thing he'd ever seen like worse than batman v superman worse than suicide squad and he hit really hates those movies but i enjoyed it uh i mean it was just a fucking ridiculous romp right which is all i expected out of that movie yeah um you know it was just more fun that it had any right to be kind of thing uh but yeah if you like the first one you will definitely enjoy the second one yeah, I, I've been meaning to get out and see that. I just, uh, I was a little busy trying to get uh, somebody wrangled from the airport this weekend. So, Hi. <laughs> um, that was a little difficult. Oh, was that Paul? Yeah, it was Paul. It was Paul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you had, were home. Uh, we had, uh, <laughs> oh, we you're had my here? dad's side you of the exist? family at the house yesterday, which like took most of my day away. So, mm-hmm. so by the end of that, I was done. You should have just called Paul. Hey. Hey, I'm going to be a couple hours late to pick you up, even though it's been like two and a half years since I saw you. Uh, more like three and a <laughs> half. Three and a half years. I'm busy. Um, but uh, I just got to go watch this movie. Yeah, I got to go see this movie that so, I want to see. So hope that's cool. Just chill. That's okay. I took the time this morning. Like He he went down to St. Catharines today, and I took the time this morning to watch Discovery because I wanted to keep up. So. I haven't seen the second part of it yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm into episode. I saw episode three. I actually, I'm now in, like, I like where they're going with it. It is. Yeah. yeah it's a little different. I haven't seen three I was yet. Like, Right. But we'll talk about it. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask if you'd watch the third one. Um so that's no Christy, I got downloaded uh, Geek of the Week. 
Oh, uh, I started Horizon Zero Dawn, and it's very good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, better, better than but, Andromeda. How dare you bring that up? Don't you dare bring up Andromeda to me. <laughs> that stupid fucking ending. I had a meltdown about it. In well, you know, this should be my geek of the week. I had a meltdown about it at a baby shower yesterday. <laughs> what was it? Was this Yance's baby shower? Yeah, straight Uh-oh. up had a meltdown. I was just like, someone was like, "So you played any good video games lately?" And I wasn't going to talk about it. I wasn't. I wasn't going to bring it up. And then Mark, my Mark, was like, "Oh well, she just played through Andromeda, and uh, why'd you tell him about it, babe?" Like, you son so, of a bitch. so mark was just full on <laughs> and like, it just started happening you. it started like pouring out of my mouth i was just like well it wasn't very good and they were like well it wasn't very good about it and i've heard mixed reviews and i was like well i don't know and they're like tell me about the ending and i was just like <gasps> oh, i'm sorry Abby. i was just like oh my god it was the worst <laughs> it's like all these people started looking at me and I was just like, I'm so sorry, guys. I, I didn't mean to. I didn't. I, uh. I was like Morty. I was like, oh, I don't. Uh. It's like not making a lot of sense and, you know, drooling and uh, foaming at the mouth. I, I don't know, guys. I don't really want to talk about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, that was actually probably my geekiest thing of the week. And then I thought I witnessed a pretty geeky thing where my Mark was playing this new game called Cuphead, which I feel like you guys would all really like. Well, I I've seen that. So it bad. looks amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But he played it so much one day, his eyes were hurting. <laughs> I, I've been there. I did yeah. that with Zelda. I could see that. So. But he was just like, at the end of the day yesterday, he's like rubbing his eyes. Or Saturday, he's like rubbing his eyes. He's like, oh, my eyes hurt. And I looked at him and I was like, that's because you've literally played 12 hours of this game today. 12 hours. But yeah, so that's my Geek of the Weeks. Nice. Paul, what was, yes. what was your Geek of the Week? Well, um... I had a really busy week getting ready to come to Canada, but once I sat my ass down on the plane, I started getting back into video games, which I haven't been doing in a while because I've been getting, I had to write report cards and stuff before I could come here. So I sat down and I played several hours of Metroid 2, the remake on 3DS, which was great. Um, they re-released Pokemon Gold and Silver on the Virtual Console, right, which so I played, good. and which will let me transfer those Pokemon to Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which comes out next month. Um, and uh, for my birthday, my family got me a Nintendo Switch, which I've been playing since I got to Canada, and I played <laughs> uh, Pokemon Tournament DX, which is fun as hell that sounds amazing and, and by and by his family got him means i got it for him and then made everybody yeah. else pay for it yeah <laughs> and i started playing the demo for uh the new squaresoft ga- square enix game called octopath traveler and it's an rpg where you play as eight different characters and their stories are in the same world but interconnect in different times um, and they each have, they're all a different character class, like dancer, warrior, whatever. And they all have special abilities. Like that, I only played as the dancer so far and she has the ability to allure people and to make them follow her. And, uh, they all have these really tragic backstories that you have to get through. Um, and this is a, just a demo. So only two characters are available and Square Enix wants us to do they're, they're like crowdsourcing this game, basically. They're asking us to do surveys to see what we liked, what we didn't like, and stuff. 
Um, I'm really looking forward to the release of this game now, though, because I played through the one first storyline. It's awesome. So video games, as <laughs> geeky as I could get, because I was sitting in a plane for 14 hours. Oh, my God. Plus an extra two. I would have got so time. much reading done. I need that. Yeah. I can't, man. Like that's the the thought of sixteen hours on a plane or whatever like, makes me want to stick my head in an oven. Like I just can't fathom that. Yeah, I'm a little guy. I fit on planes pretty well. Yeah, I am the opposite I'm just, of that. I'm just a little guy. Oh, that's little a guy. that's a Portlandia gig. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah. Guys, I, I'm just a little guy. Yeah, the thought of the thought of curling myself onto a plane. Like I used to do trips like out west or like to to utah and stuff like that and like the four or five hours i was like that was my my threshold for like i'm uncomfortable and i need to get up and like move or something like that Mm -hmm. i feel like trying to do like 10 plus hours would be like me hanging myself in the fucking bathroom oh no don't say that you you when you are on a really long flight you have more opportunities to get up and move around a little bit um but I was sleeping, playing video games. I only ended up standing up out of my seat one time the whole 14-hour flight. Um, and there was just a lot of turbulence. Well, the other like the other issue I have with that... Did you wear a like, diaper? Yeah, I was going to say, like, the bathroom situation. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I could take a shit on one of those little planes. Like, Fair. Oh, I've yeah. done it. That- yeah, but you're, you're fucking half my size, Tim. I'm just a little guy. I got little hands. Yeah, little little feet. Guy. yeah exactly. I'm I, 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 guy. I, I can get yeah. in there. Yeah, just a little yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little guy. These, these people were all like five foot six. Like, it's a little different. <laughs> when you're like, when those numbers are inverted, things are a little different. Like, when it comes to using like air flight fucking facilities and sitting in coach chairs, it sucks. <laughs> sucks. I don't know what that's like. Plus, like, the last time I was on a plane, I was probably about 80 or 90 pounds heavier than I am now. So. Maybe I should try it again, but I know it used to be very uncomfortable to fly back in the day. So there, yeah, no good. Um, as for me, geek of the week, I I feel like we're sitting in the middle of my geek of the week because all of this stuff is recording and seems to be working properly. <laughs> so I'm relatively happy. There's some wood. Knock on it. Yeah, knock on wood. Maybe yeah. don't knock there because that's gonna come up on oh, my sorry. microphone. There you go. I did it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Like I I I I liked him. I watched Inhumans. It was. Mediocre at best. Mediocre at that's giving it the damning buffet. Well, that's the best praise I could give it is that it was mediocre. So, like, I don't think that's really damning it by faint praise because I'm not even really giving it faint praise. I'm just kind of saying it kind of sucked. There Um, have been worse things out there, but it is not good. Yeah, well, for for what you're expecting um, from the Marvel Cinematic Group. It is yeah. the weakest, absolutely the weakest thing they've done. Then Iron Fist? Weaker than Iron Fist? Oh, yeah. Iron Fist looks yeah. like a fucking masterpiece compared to this. Piece Maybe that's game. why they did it. It's possible. <laughs> like, oh, Iron Fist sucks so bad, guys. We got Inhumans. Now is the time. Yeah, now is the time. So we can now, pull the trigger on this. <laughs> so now what are they? So now they're going to do what? Like uh, Dark Claw or something like that to make Inhumans look good? I guess they could do that. I'm really... I know. See, was, like, it, uh, was it... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, there, is it Dark Claw? Well, Dark Claw was no, Dark the Claw uh, was... the amalgam, the amalgam. Right, right. right. Uh, Dark, you're thinking Dark Hawk, who was yes. the other defender, like mm. one of the original defenders, or not original, yeah. but like one of the defenders eventually, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. They're yeah, gonna Dark do a Hawk. Dark Hawk yeah. series. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Somehow, that'd be like um, <laughs> if they ever get to the point where the Legion of Superheroes is actually like a movie or something like that. Like you know, they've just kind of hit like that, like the the uh, the bottom, point. the bedroom. 
well the bedrock kind of level of like what can we plumb and make into a property because it's just like the our bargain basement version of the justice league that is not actually connected to the justice league out in space in the future yeah that's never gonna you're never gonna make a movie out of that you know what i mean and then dark hawk i don't know there's never there's some good legion stories out there they could do but they're yeah, like there's absolutely legion they're like sort of dark like uh yeah there's like legion lost and stuff like that that was really good but it's not like your classic legion of superhero yeah. story but yeah no so i don't i think um i don't know i i definitely thought inhumans was kind of a, a fucking dumpster on fire at best dumpster fire <laughs> um i've all i'm also caught up to i'm like i'm caught up to discovery i'm looking forward to you guys getting into it and talking about it because i actually really enjoyed the third episode I was not sure about how the pilot stuff went, but the third episode was like, they're definitely leaning into uh, like a post 9-11 Battlestar Galactica kind of like story, I think, mm. which is kind of weird for Star Trek, but I guess you got to do what you got to do to keep things on the air these days, or I guess on the fucking streaming service that people are now paying for for that, because you can't actually yeah. get it up here without paying out the wazoo is it, for it is it on um, is it on netflix in canada is that how they're distributing canada no it's on the it's on that it's on that one bell thing crave tv it's really yeah it's quite good what crave mm. star trek did you actually watch you yeah, i, thought you I watched the first okay half of the first episode oh, okay. you know like right, right. two yeah yeah so. and you enjoyed it though yeah yeah oh okay no i really i i did i just you know what um i was I was. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, watching it, I was like, "Okay, this feels like Star Trek, but it definitely feels more like Enterprise than anything else." See, I thought it felt more like the movies, like the more yeah. recent, like the reboot movies. Like but everything only... production values wise, looks and yeah. feels and is styled like the like JJ the movies. movies. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like the newer ones like the, for sure. Yeah. The Kelvin verse stuff. Um, it yeah, definitely felt. Stuff. It felt good to watch, and like it, it felt engaging. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm 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 excited to see where it goes because they they did a lot in that first episode. Well, it's just like it's so much darker than I'm used to, like Star Trek on TV. That's being. what they need to do now. Yeah, I guess like it just it felt like Battlestar Galactica to me. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. I've never seen all of Battlestar. Don't hate me. You're a blasphemer. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really need to go. I need you to watch it. Yeah. I don't know why. You'd really like it. So. I feel like I would, but I feel like I'd be that Portlandia. Yeah. <laughs> so really like, let's, let's just, let's just watch, watch one more. Let's one more. Yeah. Was that the power's out? And then they the go find out, call the company. They go find Ronald D. Moore to uh yeah. to Tell get him to end. do a new episode. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I keep getting lost in Ivy's eyes. Because oh, the big sad eyes? You're so cute. Good good visual but, gags, guys. Sorry, Wouldn't this be in so dance about dance well, episode. It'll get it'll get it'll get cut out. It's fine. Um <laughs> All right, so that's kind of Geek of the Week. Yeah. We, we're, we're making record time here, which means we can spend lots of time talking about our Meat of the Episode. Meat of the Episode. Meat of the Episode. Szechuan covered meat. Have a pickle with your meat. Boo soaked meat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pickle meat. <laughs> so I guess uh, it goes without saying that we are. Uh, going to finally talk in depth about rick and morty this oh. week yeah i guess that's our topic is that what our topic is i think that's it is that it yeah all right good good excellent awesome it's yeah. a lot of fun actually morning. being in the same room <laughs> <laughs> especially this time because i'm not drunk and scared 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, the last time Christy was in my house, uh, I think Alicia threatened to okay. kill her and re-kill her mom. Yeah, she like threatened that. to dig up my mother's yes, grave, right. <laughs> have sex with her skull, and murder me with my mother's skull. The physics of which are and baffling then at best. bathe my mother's corpse in my blood. Yeah. I think that's what that, it was. It was quite that involved, but it, pro- it, was, it was pretty involved. Far off. It was involved. It was pretty involved. <laughs> it was pretty amusing if you weren't Christy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's never going to be funny for me. Because you're laughing right now. No, it's, this is trauma laugh. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> so she doesn't cry. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Also, I yeah. we did see your wife pop in there while you were muted at the beginning of the episode. It I had a palpitation. Pink yeah. hair. I think Christy had a little <laughs> bit of a PTSD issue for a second. <laughs> it's funny because I actually have that. Mm. So let's talk about Rick and Morty because he probably has PTSD. <laughs> yeah, autism. If we learned anything from today's episode, you didn't think that Morty was autistic already? No, you mean Rick? No, that was Rick. Yeah. Rick basically admitted to having autism. That does not surprise too. me. Yeah, but he's high functioning at least. Whereas like Morty is very clearly on the spectrum and like yeah. not aware of it. Aspergers. Yeah. Yeah. Marty's yeah, Morty's an Asperger. Aww. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm the world's first analropist. <laughs> but yeah. So Rick and Morty talking about it. Let's All right. Post. So let's uh I, I I posed some questions of the guys. So just so we can we'll we'll go through it at least have some kind of framework as opposed to us just randomly babbling into microphones mm-hmm, as we mm-hmm, are prone mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's, let's start off light. And uh, who's your favorite character? Tim, we'll start with you out in Atlanta. I feel um, like I'm on one of those actual talk shows now where I'm like calling out to people <laughs> like I'm on a satellite feed. We'll go, to, we'll go to Tim. We'll go to Tim was local right now in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Tim in Atlanta. We've got go to, Tim in Atlanta. Could you just we'll tell us a little bit we'll about where, what you're seeing the... right now, Tim? Yeah, on the field. Yeah, out in the field there. Yeah, Tibbs, Tibbs are in the field correspondent. <laughs> this is. I feel weird saying this because Rick is such a fucking terrible person. He's but, your favorite. Well, he's the driving force behind the show, right? Yeah. Like there wouldn't be a show without Rick. He's incredible. So I mean, I have to say that I have to say Rick because they're like he's the reason the show exists, essentially. For sure. Actually, I agree with you. I used to hate Rick. He used to drive me insane, but he has gotten smarter and smarter and smarter, like his writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I will never forget the scene as with him as Pickle Rick and Susan Sarandon, sec- um, psychiatrist, just like, just yeah, taking a cr- like part of their lives. I was just like, ah, oh, wait, the show? before we go much further, uh, can I introduce my uh, geek tale for the week? Oh, yeah, your geek tale. Before I drink it all, because I'm about to pour the last bit of it. So, uh, because we're talking about Rick and Morty this week, I did make a Rick and Morty themed drink, which is I made uh, bootleg portal juice or bootleg po- bootleg portal fluid, which is a mixture of silver tequila, green chartreuse, white grapefruit juice, blue raspberry Sunny D, which I had for some reason in my fridge. What? But is mainly in there for color and sweetness. Uh, <laughs> cardamom bitters and lime, and it is pretty delicious and has a beautiful green hue, just like portal juice. That um, sounds amazing. It sounds delicious, but yeah, it also so. makes me think of that Sunny D commercial 
with like Dave Chappelle talks about. Yeah. You see all the white kids going to grab that Sunny D and then there's that one black kid who sees the purple juice in the back. He's like, I want that purple stuff. I want that purple stuff. It got three ingredients. Sugar, water, water purple. Purple. <laughs> so you were saying, sorry? Well, he was just saying Rick was his favorite character and you were saying you agree with him. Yeah. I mean, favorite main character. Yeah, main character. Main, main, main. Yeah, we'll have more fun when we get to the secondary character. Yeah, but, I, I just yeah. think that he's he's unex- you don't ex- know what to expect with Rick, and I find that endearing. I think we're all. I think maybe we should just like address the elephant in the room because we're all going to be sitting here being like, I feel awkward saying that Rick is the uh, my favorite character after all the stuff that went on last week, like when all the all the yeah. fandom like when Berserk. Yeah. And I know Paul's got a diatribe. We talked about it on our episode this week, and I know Paul has a diatribe to go on. I will also agree that, uh, like, I love fucking Rick. Like, it's just, I like, I probably would enjoy fucking Rick. You never know. He's got weird things. He likes doing weird things. He's a weird uh, guy. Apparently, you do too. <laughs> he has toys. <laughs> all redheads and uh, all of the aliens that look exactly like his father in the stadium. Yeah. Cetera, yeah. Cetera, cetera. Well, no, the, the, red, the redheads in the stadium. Yes. Yeah. But we don't like Rick because he's a likable guy. I don't know, man. I'd want to hang out with him. It would be fucking well, fun. Of course you would. Of course you would, you dark horse. But like, I don't know. I would Come on, how much fun out. would you have if you were just hanging out with Rick, just bombing around the Look universe? at Morty. Does Morty look like he's having fun all the time? Yeah, no. Morty's a kid. Rick destroys universes yeah, and, and people. Lives and yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a fun weekend to me. Nope. That's all I know. Nope. He's entertaining, <laughs> but I don't, like, I never want to meet him. Fair enough. So I, I have a question though because I got the questions just today. Like as I the just mains, sent are we out today? So oh, that's okay. fine. <laughs> are, as, for the main characters, are we just talking about who do I like better, Rick or Morty? Well, it's the family. I think would be the main character. Okay. Right? All right. If that's the case, then I'm going to say that Rick has probably have consistently been my favorite character, but I'm starting to love Summer almost as. Much. I was going to say Summer yeah. too. Because her yeah. her blase attitude this uh, season about all of the shit that's going down for her coping uh, with the divorce and all that stuff. Oh yeah, it's a code four. It's a code four, and she like breaks open the situation. mind mind blowers. Oh Jesus, this that is a code. Really, yeah, it's a code yeah. four. Like she just does not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like you think this is the worst I've ever found you. <laughs> Doesn't take the popsicle out of her mouth. I so yeah. um, I think both Rick and I mean Morty and Summer have improved his characters overall but summer's been more interesting to watch yeah and but rick overall has always been so much fun to watch yeah so um yeah i'll give it a tie between rick and summer uh, and I, I would agree with you about morty like i use he did used to literally be like an empathetic sidekick yeah but after the episode where it was like pretty much just morty's oh like the second half of the toxic episode yeah yeah brilliant i was like oh man morty's so much more interesting now well he's so broken now yeah i know it's perfect yeah like the creepy morty it's yeah. <laughs> just so funny yeah Pop morty one one dance for 10 two for 25 yeah it's just like <laughs> he's getting interesting and i'm excited to see uh evil morty i was really hoping that was gonna be today I'm surprised they didn't bring him back for this episode i'm actually... not i think that they wanted you to think they were gonna bring him back and they didn't on purpose slow burn because he won't have had enough time to do anything yet. Well, you don't know. You could have done a, a ton of stuff. It's all time and, time and space, right? Can go yeah, all true, place true. If he has access yeah. to the tech. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. All right. So we've said we've said major episodes. Why don't we go back back to like minor minor characters? Like, what bit bit character do you like the best? Oh, definitely Mister Meeseeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Um, 
That episode was like hysterically yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um that or Mr. Poopy Butthole. I think those are my <laughs> I just like that episode, I think. Yeah. Because that whole episode, like especially the end where they kill him. Yeah, well that's not the same yeah. episode. Was it the same? No, episode? Mr. Meeseeks is the one where they're no, trying no, I was to get about this... Mr. Poopy Butthole. Mr. Po- yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That whole episode was great. Yeah, like that episode was fantastic. And then at the end when Beth shoots him and it's like actually like he's yeah, really he was there. Actually I was like, really what? Nice like... <laughs> and then when he like Beth tries to go and see him in rehab and he just asks for them to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so dark. Devastated. I'm sorry uh, you don't have any bad <laughs> memories of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I think uh between um Meeseeks and Poopy Butthole, they're just like such great characters. Like, um I just the Mr. Meeseeks are so funny, just like um everything they say and how they eventually turn cannibalistic because they're just like existence is so hard for them and just the logic yeah. behind it like the end when they're all taking people like hostage the one guy was like i'm a stickler let's see your short hand like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was so good it was so good. and like i i will i always love the obvious joke about something so simple being so hard so like best like thoughts yeah. about herself and her self-esteem are fixed you know summer becomes the most popular girl at school fixed and Jerry's just like trying to knock off some swings from his golf game. <laughs> Jerry's such an idiot that he can't manage. <laughs> no, I love it. It's like when people pull out guns really fast and over like. It's just my one Isn't of my favorite. Is that your favorite games. improv move? Yeah. yeah. Somebody just pulls a gun. Somebody just pulls a gun. It's probably not funny. He just today. pulls a gun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Too soon. Too soon, Christy. Not hilarious today, Christy. Christy's so, putting her headphones on so she can't hear me directly anymore. That's, those are mine. <laughs> Good. Tim, what about you? Your minor character. Um, I went back and forth on this one. Ultimately, I think it's Mr. Goldenfold. Okay, yeah. Morty's math teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's just had so many amazing fucking moments. Like even like early in the uh, show, like where they do the Inception uh, takeoff and they go into his fucking weird ass dreams and shit. But uh, yeah, he's just a fucking like amazing sort of just background character that every time they cut to him just has amazing fucking lines and bits and stuff like that. Like where Morty is like grabbing his breasts and like, yeah. he's and he just like, lets five it more minutes of this. I'm going to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's my favorite. Although I had, a, I had a couple of close seconds. My close seconds were, uh, um, snuffles slash snowball. Oh, the right. The puppy. Yeah. Where are my testicles? Summer. Oh my god. Where are they? I used to have testicles, but now they're gone. Where are my testicles, Summer? <laughs> For a second I'm gonna say the what's what was the snarf? Not snarf. Um, squanch. Squanch. Squanchy. Squanchy. Squ- squanch. Oh, oh he's terrifying. And uh Scary Terry was my other one because oh, I'm a big Terry. horror nerd and Scary Terry was a great fucking takeoff on uh on Freddy. Just adding bitch onto the end of every single fucking sentence. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, that's pretty much, isn't that kind of how Freddy ended up by the end anyway? Like, that just seemed to be like his thing. Yeah. The more swearing he could do, that, that was his scary bit, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, scary Terry, that's scary, that scary Terry episode, like that whole Inception episode was pretty fucking funny. So <laughs> funny. Especially yeah. Rick just like ragging on Inception for people <laughs> thinking it was smart. Like, no, it's not smart, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Yeah, Exactly. We're going to do like that Inception thing, except this is going to fucking make sense, Morty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, Paul, do you have a 
your your secondary character? My favorite secondary character is Bird Person. I was gonna say, yeah. I hope you like Bird <laughs> yeah. Person. I love Bird Person and Tammy too. Their in, their interactions <laughs> where he just his that flat gross Tammy that he gives yeah. her when she's being like like oh just obnoxiously sexual. sexual yeah pretty damn yeah. hilarious um I, also, <laughs> I just love his general flat delivery and that he's the one who holds like the moral of the episodes and has an understanding of rick while still being just like this absurd concept of a character to begin with yeah just, yep just make me laugh but he's not myself. that absurd that's a great part about about rick and morty is like the characters some of them are ridiculous but like none of them are too far off from anything that's appeared in like serious science fiction or fantasy or something like that right right like they they fucking shine a light on it and they're like look how fucking ridiculous this is and you bought into it when this concept was originally introduced kind of thing yeah um i was going to say we we have bird person in the form of um michael keaton yeah, birdman birdman, <laughs> birdman. and yeah. he played him twice well, now but that was already a send up right what Bird, Birdman was already like a sort of Birdman. lampooning, more or less of yeah, of his Batman role. Yeah, and he was also Birdman in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Vulture. Well, he was Vulture. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is Vulture a bird? Yeah. Was he a man? <laughs> yeah. Was he playing a Birdman? It shows way more fun when you're not trying to constantly do bits. Birdman. Are <laughs> sorry, but I'm not doing bits. I'm just I'm being just, me, yo. I'm just giving you a hard time because you're right here and I can do it. It's much easier. It's like saying Harvey Birdman and Vulture were the same, and they're definitely not. There you go. Okay, I'm sorry, but let's let's just talk about this for a second. Two superhero movies where he was thinking he was a superhero because he used to play a superhero. Right? 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 Okay. Okay? In both of them, he sort of becomes an antihero. Right? Okay? Right? Okay? Where's a costume about birds in it? He's a man in a bird costume. He doesn't think he used to be. Therefore, in both movies, he's a bird man. Okay? But he doesn't think he used to be a hero. We're talking about Rick and Morty. Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Sorry. You're reaching, I, Christy. I am reaching. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm like getting, you know when like you go into the less lucid place? You're getting, pun- you're getting punchy? What? <laughs> Somebody slug her right in the muffin. No! Slug Why my- is that back? I don't think, uh, that, I don't think that'll that's make her lucid again. Good old yeah, exactly. slug muffin. <laughs> Awesome. Good old muff slug. So yeah, we I, gotta call call other Mark and get him to, get him, come, up get to him to come up to Mark's, All right, yeah. I'll text him. Mark Prime's house and yeah, Christie's in need of a good mug sluffing. Guys, say no, I need muff muff slugging. Jesus, good old <laughs> change old to one up. I need a good one up slug muff slug. <laughs> Um, okay, so I had I had two that I thought like made me laugh really hard. I really enjoyed the devil. Oh yeah, I thought that was fucking yeah. hysterical, yeah. and I love the fact that he tried to kill himself at the end that she just wouldn't let him to go. Like, that just made me. <laughs> and then Rick laughed at him for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the other one was the uh, the butter passing robot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why that. Oh, fit. that's so sad. That you kid just that made me lose my mind. <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny <laughs> that it's just one little off thing. Like your existence is shit. Like that's the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. What do I do? You pass butter. Yeah. Right. yeah. Pass butter. But what that's... is my purpose? Yeah, exactly. Pass butter. Pass butter. Uh, yeah, don't worry. It doesn't get any better for the rest of us. Or whatever he says. Yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Cool. Yeah. 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 
Um, all right. So, do you guys have a favorite episode? Yeah. You, can you pick one? Yep. Tim, we'll start with Tim this time. I had trouble with this. Um, I wanted to say a Rickle in Time or Total Rickall. So, t- Rickle in Time was the quantum episode with all the different timelines and the split screen. That was pretty good. And Total Rickall is the Mr. Poopy Butthole episode. Mm-hmm. But I came back ultimately to uh, the Ricks Must Be Crazy. Um, which is all the recursive civilizations in batteries. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's so amazing. Rick makes Keep the fucking. Summer safe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rick, Rick makes, you know, a battery that has an entire civilization in it whose entire purpose is to power his devices, kind of thing. Yeah. And then that civilization does the same thing and so on and so on and so on. That episode for me, like, is probably like the peak of darkness. Yeah. Because like every like every time one of those uh, batteries is like dropped or broken or whatever, it's just like, all right, that's an entire civilization that's just been annihilated. Are we not even going to talk about how the ship tried to keep Summer safe by bringing back the boy who had drowned? I, I believe that might yeah. be the funniest thing on Rick and Morty. Still, the entire sequence of keep Summer safe from the beginning to the end oh had such perfect buildup, and then. When the ship sasses Summer about the way <laughs> or, she talks, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually like just rewound that once that one part <laughs> over and over again, hysterically laughing. What well, is like it too? Because it scolds her for like, do you think you're making this easy for me? Like yeah. this would be much easier if I didn't have to live by your stupid rules. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I've garnered peace between humankind and the spider people. Yeah. yeah. But I love yeah. that that random. It's one, it's one episode. Spider people, like oh, yeah, because you're like not cool with like the general vibe. That's you. <laughs> That's how you talk. <laughs> just, I just yeah. can't. I just, I will never get over the kid, Dad. What do you, you say to him? Like, Dad, you have to let this girl. You have to leave the girl alone. It's like, oh God, no. <laughs> so dark, so twisted. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. It yeah. is, and. And, the- and and that's the thing is is like Rick and Morty is a show where the B plots a lot of the time end up being just as good as if not better than the main plot. And there's some episodes where purposefully the B plot like is the main plot kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like there are episodes where Rick and Morty just go off and do something minor while everything else is really focused on the rest of the family or whatever. Was it like was it last week? Was it episode nine where like they they go off on some random adventure and it's kind of focused on Beth? Like I thought that was. That was a pretty good. Yeah, episode. that was last week yeah. when they went to the um, place that Rick had made for her as a child. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, like excruciatingly grim when the, you actually put it into context. Like. Yeah, the ABCs of Beth, and the and the guide was just fucking all of the imaginary creatures and, eating and then them? eating the offspring. Yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> so fucked up. So bizarre. All right, Paul. That episode felt more like me t- than almost more uh, like me to a it's always sunny episode than it did a fucking rick and morty episode yeah like it felt like uh the it felt like the guy that was like abandoned in that universe was cricket from it's always sunny totally okay yeah yeah and wasn't that guy voiced by uh stephen colbert was that colbert no. uh yeah, the colbert's done yeah, voices colbert. on the show yeah colbert's in a couple of voices oh you're thinking of the episode that he was just talking about yeah. um no we're talking about abc's of beth Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah! But he was someone relatively no. famous, I think. I got Tim's looking it up. Um. Oh, on on the ABCs of of Beth. Yeah. Uh, where's season three? Season three, ABCs of Beth. It was in Fruity Land. 
Who voiced Tommy in Fruity Land? Uh, Thomas Middleditch played King Tommy. Oh, Thomas sure. Middleditch, who is on uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of um, Dwight's siblings in The Office. Mm. No, that's a different guy. Uh, no, he did. He played Jeb Shroot. You are correct. Ah. He played. Yeah, he played a Shroot on The Office. He's also he's been, only on there for yeah, one episode. His major in the thing, last though. Season. Yeah, his major thing, though, has been uh, Silicon Valley. Cool, Paul. Do you have a uh, favorite episode? I do. Um, I chose Total Recall for my favorite episode. Um, oh God! Because it is so wonderfully made, um, and it's. Uh, <laughs> The the resolution of that episode was so perfect. Not the the Mister Poopy Butthole ending. Like that denouement was fantastic, though. <laughs> but like the actual climax, where um, Rick, uh, or Morty finally understands the why the family is real, and all of those characters are fake because they uh, the family actually creates bad memories, um, and they yeah. go through all of the various trauma that the family has created for each other. Um, my favorite part being when Beth is drunk and has to take Summer to school for oh picture god, day yes. and hits her with the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> oh god, yeah. It's just, <laughs> or also when um, uh, Summer catches Morty masturbating and he says that he's um, thinking about her friend while he's doing it. Also, this is where she walks in and he's like, and in he's the in the kitchen. kitchen. Why well, yeah. in the kitchen? Um, like the 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 initial sci-fi conceit of it of this like you can't trust your reality and stuff has always been like a sci-fi trope that I've enjoyed but has been done so poorly so many times but the, it was done so well and with such like fuck it let's throw everything in it and <laughs> just it worth and every every single character that was created like the Frankenstein, the living refrigerator. I was just saying, lady. The living fridge was the one I was just like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that was awesome. I yeah. uh, it, it was just so much mayhem, but such a great streamlined plot at the same time. Oh, was it not Sleepy Jerry? Who did Jerry fall in love with? Sleepy Gary. Sleepy, Sleepy Gary. Gary. Yeah. Even <laughs> Jerry's little uh, dalliance there was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And the, oh, the, the line that, uh, uh, Beth gives Jerry uh, where he's like, I'm a parasite. Yes, but you're real. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty sad, too. Just, oh, man. And then that, the shooting Mr. Poopy Butthole at the end was just like the capper on an oh, yeah. episode. Yeah, for sure. The whole thing was from front to back. Great. I thought that was awesome. All right, so that leaves me, I think. And uh, me. Did you not do yours? No. I thought you did yours. No, I just talked a lot during nope. the other two. Oh, then what's yep. your favorite episode? <laughs> Pickle Rick. Oh, okay, pickle Rick, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, it was actually my second choice was the one Paul just talked about. Okay, I think that's probably like if you were going to say unanimously amongst the four of us, that's probably yeah. the fav- the one that the strongest. Yeah, but no, I thought pickle Rick was out fucking standing. It lived up to the hype. It because I remember lived how much hype was hype. like everybody got was like super excited for pickle rick well the thing is i didn't know anything about pickle rick oh you didn't no okay um and i i loved the other episode with um tiny rick tiny rick was good yeah tiny rick was great Mm -hmm. um but with pickle rick it was just like i was watching that marveling how they came up with that storyline 
Like, of all the things, like, to give, and then to have him, like, build himself an entire body, yeah. <laughs> and just, like, out of hydraulics and, like, connecting it to his own brain, and just the introduction of that secondary character where he's like, hey, wait, if you have infinite daughters, does that mean I have infinite daughters? No, no, that's just me. Yeah. And then, like... So, um, Danny Trejo. The Jaguar. Yeah. The Jaguar, yeah. Yeah, and Danny then, Trejo. Um, just the fact that, like, when he had to patch himself up with condiments, because... Yeah. He- He's stapling little slabs yeah. of pickle back and to his how, pickle wounds yeah. and stuff. It's so good. And just yeah. like how um, dark and twisted he was to like torture those men and watching him go on the like screens and just like <laughs> jumping around. Yeah. Um, and how he took these like plain items and just made them into these death machines. But the best part for me was definitely the ending with the psychiatrist. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> That was one of the smartest writing like scenes on TV I've seen in a really long time. Yeah. Smartest written. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah. But um yeah, I just I I I thought it was phenomenal. And I will never stop saying, I'm pickle Rick. I'm pickle Rick. <laughs> Funny side story to that. Um I it's read the Twitter of the the writer who is most responsible for Pickle Rick, Jessica Gao. Yeah. Um she, her family's Chinese, I believe, and she was showing her family the episode. And they just didn't get it because they're all like they're all first generation. Okay, uh, and don't so they speak. don't they don't get all the tropes. Yeah, and... They didn't they didn't really get it that much. Um, yeah. And they, she was saying how uh, her cousin who could do a one arm push up got a better bigger applause than Pickle Rick did from her family because they didn't get the references. <laughs> but um, yeah, I that episode was so well done too. Oh. Um, and the that gag with the poop eating throughout that episode was so <laughs> disturbing but so good. What poop eating? Anyhow. Ooh, this bootleg portal fluid's fucking kicking in. <laughs> that I believe that writer for Pickle Rick was also the one one of the w- female writers who got doxxed by the yep. Rick and Morty fans. Uh, so. But Pickle Rick is also claimed to be one of the best episodes out there. Yeah. So screw the haters. Screw them. Agreed. So my favorite episode then, um, actually, Pickle Rick's strong in the running because I fucking love that episode. It's amazing. And mainly just because, um, not for any of the clever writing reasons that you like it for. No? But just for the the ridiculous action set piece that the middle oh of the episode God. is. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. As he's like running around flipping as like a animated pickle. That's what I said I liked. Got that shoulder mounted laser cannon. Like, just the ridiculous action movie-ness of it was just like, I'm like, this is so insane. I can't believe they're getting away with anything like this. It was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, But I actually like um, Rick and uh, Rick Laxation, like the the Toxic Rick episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. I just like all the interactions were, especially with Morty in that episode where he's just like, Able to just walk up to, is it Jessica? Yeah, Jessica. Walk up to Jessica, ask her out, realize like within 30 seconds that the date's not working out, and then just go pick up some random girl at the bar. Oh, yeah. And she totally goes for <laughs> it because he's so blatantly honest about everything. I think that's hilarious. And then like they, he disappears for like what, six months or something yeah. like that and goes and like finds another redhead to like shack up with. And she thinks he's the greatest human being alive and stuff like that, but he's yeah. just like, completely sociopathic and all of his empathy is gone and stuff like that because yeah. like the yeah. machine what is it like the whole bit of us like the machine took what you thought was toxic about you out so yeah. all of his empathy and stuff was yeah like he had been trained by rick to think was toxic about him and had it removed yeah, yeah. 
so he turns into a little sociopath and stuff yeah because apparently emotions <laughs> can also be toxic so like even love and that's why rick couldn't kill um couldn't let them sacrifice morty at the top of the yeah right. water tower yeah so I just thought yeah. that was hilarious, and I also like that the at the after credit scene is like that girl still getting like getting let out of the toxic thing. Oh yeah, and still kind of yeah. not really understanding what's going on. That made me laugh my ass off. That was a really good episode. It was a really good episode. Yeah, yeah. I also liked when she was uh, in the garage with Rick and Morty, and Morty's like, "It's your life. You can go or stay if you want." She's like, "I think I'll stay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she's just so into it. Yeah. I just there were so many good episodes in season three. Well, I just like that too, because like they, they well, when Rick and Toxic Rick have like the brawl and they they start fighting into the um into the living room, and Summer's just like barely gives a shit about what's going on, yeah. and, like is kind of half paying attention, and they're injecting each other or themselves or whatever with like self cloning, uh, yeah, fucking devices and stuff like that. So they're gonna grow from like infancy to a full grown clone within like oh, three yeah. seconds, like all those weird things that was going on. So like. The Rick that we're dealing with now is now like a clone of a clone kind of thing because it's like no 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 it wasn't that was they killed that one oh no you're right Never yeah mind, you're right because the one who's still alive would be the clone right it doesn't that's yeah it's that's a, the fucked up thing is it doesn't even matter right doesn't matter like no Rick has been so many like there's so many infinite Ricks and so many fuck like he's I, been shown I, to be like half fucking machine and yeah it, it doesn't even matter yeah like he did we do everybody's favorite episode that's yeah. what we we're just doing okay but has everybody talked now yeah. Okay, let's go into favorite yeah. bits then, because this this is part of my favorite bit. Okay. Because like that, the infinite universe bit is like one of those things that I enjoy so much. But like, it had the darkest moment in the show to me when they just where, hop where timelines has to bury himself. Exactly, like where they just hop <laughs> timelines and, bury and like themselves? they bury themselves, and it clearly has traumatized Morty to the point where like he's still talking about it like <laughs> a year later. Like he's so fucked up about it. Yep. Because was it the season two finale where they're going to they go to find that that Rick's portal gun and they have to dig up the corpses? Yeah. And he's just freaking yeah. out and Summer's just totally blasé and like I just need to get this done because I want Rick back kind of thing. Yeah. I love that bit like that whole bit where they dump uh they they hop timelines. The fact that it's now a recurring joke makes me laugh because yeah. they're like we only get so many of these Rick or Morty we can only do this so many times you get like three or four if you're lucky and and then they find out in. <laughs> The uh, the memory, the flashback episode. Morty's Mindbusters. Yeah, the Mindbusters. Morty's mind, that, mind blowers. That they've, yeah, they they have to have to do that again. So they've they've hopped timelines and are now with like you, the third or fourth with the family. Morty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucked with the squirrels, Morty. Yeah, yeah that was gotta, so gotta funny. Go. <laughs> That's there you go. Which is another good side bit. Like fucking with the squirrels. Like it was totally random that that happened. I was like. Wait, are they going to do anything with that? Nope. Total side gag. Just just yeah. a little gag on the yeah. side, oh, and that's the end. It was so funny. So why don't we go to the? Why don't we go to Tim, and we'll go. Uh, How goes the destabilization of Argentina? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> yep. The squirrels are my favorite thing. And they need to do an oh episode about the squirrels now. <laughs> they were so I funny. I want to know. Uh, all right, so we're on favorite bits. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna come back to get Swifty overall. Get Swifty. Yeah. Like, okay. That was. Oh, uh, I love get Swifty. Just like. Just totally fucking random, like oh, uh, it just and it worked. It's catchy as fuck too. Yeah. I don't know why, but like the shit on the floor, gotta get Swifty in here. Yeah, it just I think it's because I really love that sort of like uncomfortable, weird Tim and Eric kind of humor, 
and that really grabs that kind of uh kind of thing like that sort of stuttery like rapid cuts weird fucking out there sort of shit that's what really grabs me um so yeah i fucking loved get twifty well it's like the um they do a lot of that weird kind of like for an animated show like they go into that improv side of things a lot like the Swifty thing felt yeah. a little like improv but like the um multiverse cable or whatever they call it like the uh yeah yeah inter- interdimensional cable inter- interdimensional, interdimensional cable, cable where a lot of it's yeah. clearly just like improvi- like improvised oh, dialogue oh just Justin Roiland yeah. just like yeah, just like randomly shouting shit yeah, out like, and then like they have to animate it after the fact that just makes me laugh yeah. brilliant yeah and yeah, your eyes johnson but uh i i had a few honorable mentions for this one the me seeks was one oh, for yeah. sure yeah. Um Cobb World in particular oh. was a fucking great bit for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that they keep and, going back uh, to that guy too. It makes me laugh. Yep. Yeah. And uh you you you, you got to put all these seeds up your butt for Grandpa Morty. Oh my god. Oh, in the first episode. Yeah, that was so fantastic. So funny. <laughs> you from real deep up there, Morty. Yep. I love that like 2 seconds later they're in the fucking uh through port or whatever you want to call it. It's like yeah. they gotta go through this new, th- new, machine. new machine. It go it shoots way up your butt. It scans way up your butt, guys. It made me laugh. Yep. Run Morty. This is so funny. Just run Morty, run. Run Morty, run. <laughs> All right, Paul. Uh my favorite running gag is uh when Rick seems to be aware that he's in a TV show. Uh and they he does That's the meta com- Yeah, the meta commentary yeah. of how he like the my favorite recent one was in Morty's Mind Blowers, where he says, "We're going to do this instead of interdimensional cable," and it's just clearly to the audience, like, yeah. "We're doing something different yeah. this year." But he uh, he clearly like specifically references uh, the sci-fi tropes that he's like fucking with, or yeah, ninety uh, comes up Doctor Who, yeah, exactly, and yeah. or the ABCs of Beth, where they both figured out the, the kind of sci-fi plot situation that they were in and they were so super blase about it yeah oh when they were trying to tell them everything that was happening like and, and uh, yeah. yeah we figured this one out already Just yeah skip it skip it. skip it move on <laughs> yeah yeah so whenever they get into that level of meta i'm usually like super on board yeah because it's sometimes that can i've seen that happen in other shows where it seems super lazy but uh rick and morty it always seems like pings me i feel like they work really hard to earn it on that show like it's something yeah. where they like they go out of their way to make sure that they're like putting the legwork in so that like everything lines up so that it works properly as opposed to just like if you do reference humor and it's lazy it's just like oh we're just offhandedly referencing this thing and it never goes back like it never falls back into it yeah mm-hmm. whereas with rick and morty they have built up to the point where like they've tied it all in so many times that like self-referencing or doing some kind of meta reference is like yeah. Oh wait, they've already earned this because they've been doing it for so long and they've yeah. built up to it properly. Yeah. When uh, they they're doing interdimensional cable one and they say like interdimensional cable seems to have a looser impro- improvisational feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. oh yeah, because that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And also like they they don't dwell on it, right? Like Never. it's not something that they really like sit on and or ever. But in, in those metatextual sort of fourth wall breaking jokes in particular, they don't sit on them. They just like hit it and fucking keep moving on yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Which I find Roll is like right through it. one of the best parts of the show overall. Like it's so unsentimental yeah. about its humor. Like it doesn't like they'll make jokes and just keep going. Like they don't it's not like laugh track pause. Which kind is of Dan thing. Harmon's style very much. Yeah. Like that is very much uh, a sort of uh holdover from community and stuff. Yeah. I feel like it works it almost works better here because he's got more oh. time to like refine it. I think like the this format works better for him. 
And it's a complete, mm. complete breakdown of the fourth wall versus yeah. the community where it was partial breaking. Yeah. But this also, yeah. it's just like he, because he's having to take so much time to write these, I feel like he doesn't trip himself up like he did in community a lot of the time. Yeah. Like he's able to kind of like go through the process and figure out like where is this, where could this break and then fix it kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a way to do it. So like he's having to like, because I know the, the the joke at the end in the I don't know did you catch the very very end Tim like of this this week's episode where they What's had Mister Mister Poopy butthole? butthole yeah 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 but by the time I get back I'll probably have like a a big big gray beard and yeah and like grandkids and stuff. beard yeah yeah I, I hope you guys didn't just like waste the fucking time in between the last season and this one yeah It'd be sad yeah yeah so like that whole that whole bit where like they just ra- outright call like how long it takes to kind of like produce a season of the show and stuff like that and yeah that's pretty awesome yeah. to me so well the next season's supposed to be 13 episodes woo! though yeah i uh actually my thing was the same it was gonna be my favorite bit is when they break the fort when rick breaks the fort wall and one of my favorites is at the end of season one when he's like i got a new catchphrase guys it's uh it's i love my grandkids and they're like, oh, and he goes, psych, it's, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> and he's like, ha ha, come back next season. Yeah. More me, more Rick. <laughs> yeah. And what was his catchphrase? Um, wobble 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 I'm no. You're looking pretty cozy. I'm super cozy. I'm covered in cat hair. Yeah. Well, we all are. Welcome to my house. Yeah. Mark's so allergic. <laughs> He's like, you'll have to burn those before you come. Back. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He's like, I was gonna tell you to invite him along, but then I was like, he'll just sit in the corner and die through most of the episodes. Yeah. So. You just hear this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Which is you don't hear when he shows up on the episodes because I cut it out, but. Yep. He uh yeah he's usually well, pretty stu- he's he's usually pretty stuffed up for the most part but like when he's here he I thought he was gonna die last time so. it it got it got well, real Chris, bad Christy he, it'll be really easy for you to remember what is contaminated with cat hair because your sweater has cats yeah on yeah it. yeah this is a mind is a reminder but um yeah. he's already allergic to the sweater but um, yeah, just because the cats are pictured on there yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. enough yeah. um he gets allergic to the thought of me wanting a cat yeah but, uh, that's why he's always stuffed up. <laughs> But no, I that might um, be psychological. He he had a sinus infection the last two weeks, and it has migrated to his other sinus, and now he's on three different kinds of antibiotics. And I'm like, how do you still Jesus. sound like shit? Well, because it's got to like take time to kick <laughs> no. in and heal. No, a- antibiotics treat no. the cause, not the symptoms. He sounds like shit all the time. I love you, babe, but you sound like shit. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Did you ever have a clear nose? Like I don't ever? listen to the show. It's fine. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually spoken to Mark where he didn't sound congested. He always sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to slap the snot out of him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just take him by the back of the head and just hit it out. I don't think it works that way. Well, it's like a baby where you just hit on the butt. Yeah. And I don't think you're supposed to hit the baby either. It actually, does if you hit him hard enough. Oh. Don't come yeah, after me, children's stop, services. Stop, well, you don't have a baby yeah, yet, stop, so it's okay. Stop don't, hitting babies, Christy. I'll call children's aid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know it takes them 22 minutes to get here. I like that uh, on last week's episode, Christy was spending spent a good like 
couple minutes talking about the the fact that he hadn't proposed to you yet, and now you're talking. Did about, I? Yeah, you talked about getting married. Oh no, that's awkward. on last week's episode. Now you're talking about hitting him. Yeah, smack him around a little bit. Uh, he probably and hit it. and hitting babies. Those are the babies that Mark wants too. He wants babies. Okay, we went to the baby shower yesterday, and everyone was like, "Oh, when are you guys gonna have babies?" And I was like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" No. <laughs> and Mark's like, "Now!" And I was like, "No, it's not happening." <laughs> Can you put on four condoms, please? <laughs> We're not even having sex. I just yeah, want you to just put wear on them at all times. <laughs> yeah, at all times. When you're going to sleep at night, you put on your four condoms <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I'll wear my diaphragm, my dental dam, take five pills just to make sure. <laughs> Let's all just calm down. Awesome. That's really nice. Yeah. That's yeah. good. No babies yet. I'm not ready to stop being a selfish person. I don't think you're ever ready to stop being a selfish person, and then you get stuck with it. I think. It's I don't it think that's necessary. Speaking of, speaking of selfish people, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. Good call. We're not talking about it's not embarrassing stories with Christy. The show is pretty much just embarrassing stories with Christy. Nah, it's been a while. All right. Well, so we've gone through most of my questions already. This has been a very quick episode, oddly enough. Considering we're all sitting here together, I thought we'd Oh, like, no. Quick episode on. means Christy can drive home. Oh, you have to go home and go to bed. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Um, so what, what, what brings you back to the show? What's your favorite aspect of the show is what we're, we want to get to. We'll start. Uh, Paul's been quiet. Oh, okay. So um, there's there are overarching themes in Rick and Morty, and this season in particular was a lot about if there's all these millions of timelines, what is the point? What's the purpose of existence? Why? Where? Where do you find meaning and stuff? Like the comedy keeps me going, but there's always this kind of dark thread of like what is existence and why does anything matter? Totally. Uh, and why do these people matter? And why do I choose, why does Rick choose to keep himself surrounded by these people who he has like barely any respect for at all? And nothing in common with. And, like, yeah. Like, very little to like, yeah, interact yeah. with them on like any level. Except yeah. For so they're, it, they're his family. So. Right. So if not, if they don't mean anything, then why are they still around? Why are they th- were they secondary characters or main? Why are they main characters instead of secondary characters from a one off episode and that just follow Rick throughout? Like they they have been his companions since the beginning. So he's not like Doctor Who because he keeps his companions around. And it's always mm. the same ones. So yeah, but they, like I guess the question is then like does has he replaced like he's. But he switched families a couple times, right? Like he's hopped timelines yeah. and moved over, and then he's brought that Morty with him. But is that Morty the same Morty that he started with? Like, no, it's it was... Evil Morty. I'm totally sure that Evil Morty is the one he started with. <laughs> right, and it's these questions that put this way beyond the average, like even adult cartoon, where we have there's all these possibilities within the show itself, and yeah. all these possible storylines to go along with the insanely funny bits that they have. There's all these great sci-fi questions that, even though this show takes the piss out of sci-fi all the time, is so sci-fi in such a an amazing way, and that's what I love about Rick and Morty is that yeah. I'm it's making me laugh, but it's making me think, and I enjoy I've and even the weaker episodes that I haven't liked as much, I still would put them above most TV. 
Okay. So yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah. This is this is another praising by faint damnation situation where even the mediocre episodes of uh, Rick, and Morty. Rick and Morty are still you know ninety percent better than the majority of television. Yeah. Yeah. I think of other adult uh, animation like BoJack Horseman and stuff like that where I'm just not into it. Like it's so nihilistic and it drains you to watch it. Totally. Whereas Rick and Morty has this glimmer of hope or at least this um, idea that a sense of fun and purpose beyond just like this, like dark message of nothing matters. And yeah, it's great. And nothing else matters. I think it's weird to like compare it. I, I find it hard to compare it to other adults, like to any other comedies because it's like, all that sense of humor and stuff like that that you would get is very similar to the sense of humor you would see in like a South Park or an Archer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then it's got all that super smart sci-fi writing, which like Archer's pretty smart in the way it plots its stuff. But it is so it is pretty randomly like, oh, this week's very much like a spy episode. And then mm-hmm. the next week we're getting shrunk down and put into somebody's body, which is something that like Rick and Morty has done. And the Mad School Bus. And Mad Oh, yeah. They take, a lot of, they take a lot of influence from the Mad School Bus, I think. Yeah, Rick and Morty does? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Miss Frizzle and Rick and, and Rick are very similar. I, I feel like both. Tim and I are both like, I don't know what you guys they're are talking about. They're two sides about. of a different coin. Need, yeah. Two so, sides, they're two yeah. sides of Magic, the same coin. Magic School Bus is for kids, and Rick and Morty is Magic School Bus for adults. Yeah. yeah. Miss Frizzle has this yeah. like calm, detached knowledge of this all these weird things in the universe and puts these kids seemingly at risk at all times. Possibly in danger. Possibly in danger, but it's all for their education. They are and, all Mortys. Yeah, they're all Mortys, but like really wholesome. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they rode a liver a river of lava. They got eaten by a fish. They were baked into a pie. Like these are not safe things for children. Yeah, but, all in the name of science. And Miss Frizzle just has a smile on her face the entire time. Yeah. it's just like figure Seat out your own belts, problems, everyone, because yeah. that's gonna save you. Yeah. So, but they survived, unlike most Mortys. That's why we're saying it's not the same. It's not called. Rick and the Magic School Bus. Yeah, it's not called Miss Frizzle Rick and, and Miss, Morty. Miss Frizzle and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> I'd watch that though. Yeah, watch that too. So they should do a crossover with Magic School Bus. Is what we're all trying to say. I would love to see Miss Frizzle and Rick have a date. That yeah, have a date. <laughs> oh my god. Let's write Justin. Uh, let's write Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon right now. Please make <laughs> them have a date. Make them have a date. Interesting. I'm sure somebody's written that fanfic already. Lily Tomlin oh, sure. would come back and do that. Oh, I bet you! I bet you that fanfic's already written. I'm actually pretty sure they've probably already written the fanfic where he crosses over with the fem- the new female Doctor Who too, even though we haven't met her yet. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but I would agree. I would agree with Paul about all of the um all of the above. I keep coming back to Rick and Morty because it's and I said it earlier. It's very intelligently written. Nothing happens by accident. You know, like when you watch a show like The Simpsons, it's gone on so long that like they just connect things because they can not because they were meant to be yeah everything Mm -hmm. is plotted and planned and the things that they bring back you know were intentional and like that's why having evil rick with his um or not evil rick evil morty with his you know wires behind his eyes and um you know why did rick see morty as a baby when they met when he was gone for most of his life and there's so many like theory videos about Rick and Morty that you guys know how to be about theory videos. I fucking love them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you definitely have like a like an issue with those. I love them. <laughs> I think they're fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. I went on. Remember when I went on my Game of Thrones theory thing? Yes, and I, was just like, I do ah, remember. Tyrade! Two weeks of two weeks of that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, I loved that too because I used to do that all the time when I was reading the books. I was on the the subreddit for uh, Song of Ice and Fire, just like I want to see what the, this person's guess is. And yeah, I love that for Rick and Morty too because people like I remember in the first season, people were saying that Morty was Rick from the past, and yeah, there yeah, were all yeah. kinds of different theories about like what the 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 end game is for this show. Some of them were super far fetched, and like now yeah. looking back on them, are kind of like. No, definitely but not. still, they were fun. Yeah, like evil Morty is actually an evil Rick in a Morty body. Or you're right, like Morty is actually, uh, you know, infinite Ricks, but just hasn't developed into Rick yet because he can't be Rick without Rick. So like be- Rick being the Rickest Rick is the Rickest Rick. Rick being the Rickest. <laughs> this is getting very confusing to listen to. Now, have you not heard about the Rickest Rick? Yeah. yeah. He isn't constantly he, isn't, says it. Isn't our Rick the Rickest Rick? Yeah, C-137. Yeah. C-137 is the Rickest Rick. So says he. But which is our Rick? Yeah, which is our Rick. Tim's yeah. so behind. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the idea that, you know, maybe he's the Rickest Rick because he's the only one who knows what's happened and like how he's become who he is. Yeah. Like it's, I, I want to see what happened to like Beth's mom. Mm, yeah, good call. Yeah, because they've only they've shown you fake stuff, right? Like fake into that. But like all of the, I that's one reason I really liked that memories bit when um he was in the tower of like tortured Mortys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I could do this with five Mortys and electric and um electric cables or charger cables. Oh yeah, like I the, wouldn't. Yeah, but I could. Yeah, because yeah. like, has he done it before? Does he know? Has he thought about it? Is he did he give him the idea? Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Tim. What did uh, what 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 keeps you coming back? What's your favorite thing? Uh, this is where I get a little long in the tooth and make us hit our runtime. That's fine. Um, nice. For me, it's really overall like just how amazingly it subverts genre tropes, um, or more accurately, completely fucking deconstructs tropes uh, and just bends them over and fucks them to death. Whether it's like time travel, alternate universes, space travel, non-interference with alien cultures, like prime directive kind of stuff, false realities, whatever. And the attention to detail and the internal consistency with which they do that, it, it really follow, they follow their own rules and that's what really sells it overall for me. Like you think you're going to see something coming, but then they go somewhere completely different and even more fucked up than where you thought they were going to end up kind of thing. Yeah, that that for me is really what makes me end up coming back to it overall. It's like I love those like I grew up on genre movies and and genre stories and stuff like that. And the extent to which this goes to really just pull those apart and show you how fucking ridiculous a lot of those are when you remove like even one of the pillars supporting it or something like that is just really, really good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I have the I have the same like uh, that's my thing too. It's like I because I think Tim and I grew up on mostly the same stuff, for the most part. Like broadly, our taste in TV and movies has been like what we've seen has been very similar. A, I think for the most part, there's a yeah. Our Venn diagrams are very very like overlappy in a lot of ways. <laughs> yes. So I think that's probably the aspect of Rick and Morty that I enjoy the the best too is because I've seen all the stuff that they're referencing and all the stuff that are mm-hmm. deconstructed by referencing it. That it it just keeps me coming back like. How are they going to fuck more with this? Like, I mean, the whole first season is just like, 
how do we fuck with the Doctor Who slash like Back to the Future kind of like setup of having the older, all knowing kind of all powerful Doctor character interacting with the relatively normal human sidekick guy mm-hmm. and like playing yeah. that to death, right? And then like going from there and just like now being able to expand into that huge like we're going to look at everything that sci-fi does and fiddle with it and sci-fi has always been awesome allegory for like what's going on in real life so there's all that other layer of it that you can look at and stuff like that so that is has been the like the best part of watching rick and morty for me i'm still disappointed it took me this long to catch on to because it was (laughs) we talked about it on the podcast uh when i first watched it and was just like totally flabbergasted by how fucking awesome it was i think it was oh i forgot that you hadn't seen it yeah i just i was was the same way yeah, Tim and I both just caught up to it this year. Like, we both got on board yeah. this year. Right. Yeah, because I think I watched season one and two just before season three started. Yeah. I was, like, it just caught up. Not yeah, because you were talking about doing this episode for a long time because you were just like, oh, my God, the yeah. show. Well, it's like the past two months that it's been on again or like three months or whatever that it's been on again. I've been like right into it. And like, that's when I, because I, I, I think Paul had mentioned it to me before and i had tried to watch i couldn't get through the first episode because it's hard it's a hard sit for the first two well the first one the first first two are like they're not they're not they don't have that polish yeah i don't know the polish i guess they're not quite there Mm -hmm. it's like three four five where you're like oh wait this is amazing and that's where i kind of caught on yeah it was the um the me seeks episode that finally got me because i was um i watched the first I, i think i caught up no i i watched it from the very beginning and I was, I was slowly getting more interested in it. And I remember this was before I had left Korea. I was still in Toronto, and I showed a bunch of my friends the uh, the Meeseeks episode, um, and they were hooked. Especially that when uh, King Jellybean attacks Morty in the bathroom, and they're like, "What's going?" That was what? so sick. It that was, was like so fucked. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> just, just let it happen. And yeah. it was so, <laughs> fucked, was so up. fucked up. And I remember their like uncomfortable, nervous laughter. Like, what is happening? But they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, no. it's not just me. This is a winner. <laughs> I remember when I was watching that. That scene in particular was like where the show kind of like, I was like, oh, there's no place they won't go. Like, there's no too far for these guys, which I'm like, that's that's yeah. a sign up for me. Yeah immediately and i think like that's something that tim and i would agree on yeah like oh there's no jokes that they're not gonna go for that's uh that's what i realized like i was like okay tim and i have to watch this so we can talk about it on the podcast because that's exactly right up both of our alleys sense of humor that moment actually when i first saw that really turned me off oh i that i mean i I figured that would be your response (laughs) yeah i was and i didn't like rick at first and that i saw i remember seeing part of that um that clip Mm -hmm. and just being like what who would make this? Who would think that this was funny? And then I watched the rest of the episode. And then you realize, like, like, oh, I do a podcast with these two guys. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk about this. See, that's, I think that was the worst thing that Rick and Morty did, in my opinion. That scene right there yeah. was one of the top three worst things that they did. Um, and I know it got a lot of flack, but the show's yeah. good enough that it brings you back even after watching something that fucked. I just thought like the fact that they went there was like so shocking to Ballsy. me that I was like, that's pretty impressive that they would go to that. 
Yeah. And it just showed me that these guys have like there's like like I said, there's no limits that'll be able to go wherever they want. This season in particular, there was that one uh the Israel joke when he was sawing the uh the Avengers clones. Yeah, yeah. And he he's like uh, <laughs> and uh Morty just walks over, he's like, uh he puts in Israel as the answer and it's just yeah. like this is just something that he talks about when he's blackout drunk. Yeah. And like Rick is trying to uh, he's trying to like just like yeah, and rationalize it. what he's t- Well he talks about it, didn't he? Didn't they solve it today? Yeah, they solved it today in the <laughs> like yeah. in the finale. They solved that. So they, that, there's another callback where they call back to pro- project project uh, extremely obvious or something yeah, like. Yeah. Or not, no, it's, I think or it's like, not why, as hard why as why it didn't seems. we think about this? Yeah, yeah something, exactly, like something like that. Yeah, yeah or it's just like yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Not as complicated <laughs> as it seems. I think yeah. was the uh, the thing. But anyway, so fucked. Yeah, it was super fucked. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Christy? Mm? What keeps you coming back? Is I already said it. Same as Paul. Same as Paul. Yeah. 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 Uh, Are you gonna make it? But as I've got to say, there's a couple more for me. There's one that's like, as a scientist, I love that this show shows what happens when you're like making scientific advances with no scruples and no morals whatsoever. Yeah. Like Rick is just like, I did it because I fucking could. I probably shouldn't have, but whatever, kind of thing. Yeah, when he's pickle. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not just that. Like all the alien fucking cultures he's uh interacted with and f- all the fucking different timelines he's fucked with and shit like that and the council of ricks coming down and being like you need to stop yeah. <laughs> but he just but keeps doing it that's another reason why like i thought this past episode that just from yet today was so interesting with the president because like he has all the power he's controlling the president he finally gets him to like after all these battles and everything to just get a selfie with his nephew his nephew doesn't even want yeah. it. Well, anymore. Anymore. And Rick still, after having all the power and becoming an enemy of the state, um, goes yeah. to seek them out. I just thought that was it was it felt like that that felt funny to me because like he's already gone up against like the Galactic Federation. Yeah. And come out on top. Yeah. So like what's the president of the United States gonna be able to do against him? Like the guy's ostensibly like compared to modern society, the guy is a god. It's like true. you can't stop that, right? So it's true. If like a galactic federation of like even more advanced than like Star Trekky stuff is like we had no no way of stopping like he fucked us up. What is the modern yeah. president of the United States going to be able to do? Yeah, not much is what the answer. I is, know right? it was a brilliant ploy on. A, and it's on almost Trump. like it's almost like and Tim will probably appreciate this, but it's almost like the old Superman thing where it's like if he's actually there doing his thing, how do you stop him if he goes sideways? Yeah, yeah. You don't. That's why when they killed Lois and it was all like. Injustice, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. But I don't know, Rick. He even talks about it. He's open about it. He's like, you know, I think he's seen some shit that we don't know about yet that makes him not really care about life or the universe because he knows the universe is ultimately shit. Yeah. But would you would you even want to see that? Would nope. you want to see like a early Rick? Like, I don't want to. I I just I'm happy to accept that this is. Who he is, and well, I wonder if it's because like, of his just, Beth, Beth's mom. Partially, mm, like, oh, yeah. that was I another mean, the, good the, episode. Just as a side note, opening a season two or three, opening a season three with uh, him like going inside his own mind, going inside his own head, and like creating that whole mm. thing, and then being like, you know, just total. They were still in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nathan Fillion was great. 
Oh, that's right. That was Nathan Fillion. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. They're really good yeah. about using those like um sci-fi guys. Well, no, they just they use everybody. Well, and not I mean, just Yeah, they get so many good guest stars. I've actually that. I put together a list. Yeah. So yeah, because I was just gonna was like just, I, I I can name John Oliver and Colbert off the top of my head, but if you've got a list Randon. too, I'm like, let's go for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh John John Oliver, Colbert, uh Susan Sarandon, David Cross, Nathan Fillion, um, Tony Hale, Joel McHale. We already talked about Danny Trejo, uh, Christian Slater. Oh my Key god, and Christian the Christian Slater. Slater one was fucking awesome. That made me laugh when I yeah. when I finally caught on to who it was. I was like, "That's amazing." Yeah. Um, Jermaine Clement from Play Oh the yeah, Concords. when he was the brain. Yeah. He was the what the like uh, self order fart. Yeah, he was fart. Yeah, he was the fart. Yeah. Uh, Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. Uh, Pat Pat Yes. Uh, Alan Tudyk, and maybe my favorite is Werner Herzog. Who did he play again? He played like a very minor role in one season. I think it was in the. Um, he played Shrimply Pibbles, an alien civil rights leader. Oh right, 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 right. Shrimply. The one that uh, they needed yeah. uh, Jerry's dick, <laughs> like to make his heart or whatever. Like they could turn your human penis into yeah. a perfectly functioning heart for this one guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was. Yeah. Isn't that interdimensional cable part two? Because <laughs> yeah, they're sitting was. in the, uh, in, yeah. they're sitting in the waiting room, and Rick fucks with the cable thing because he wants yep. to watch international cable or interdimensional cable. Yeah, interdimensional yeah. totally. Cable. <laughs> I want, I want interdimensional cable. It must be amazing. Mm. It's just Justin Roiland going. Oh, yeah, it's fine uh, with me. It's fine. I have, I have it hooked up. Dance in his eyes, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's got hands in his eyes. Or fake doors, fake doors. Oh yeah. Can we get fake doors, guys? Yeah, fake. You you got a lot of, you got a lot of fake door or doors in your house that actually go places and go into other rooms when you open them. Come on down to fake doors. Yeah. <laughs> Please just I want you both to cosplay as these two guys Ooh, and then doors? send them a picture. No, Dan Harmon as Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. Okay. And I, I, don't know, I have no idea what Don, Dan Harmon actually looks like. I'll pull up a picture, and then I want you to take a picture of yourselves <laughs> and send it to them and be like, "We have taken your identities. We are." Royland and Harmon now. Here. We have subsumed your. I think people would your buy personalities. It. You just need to put silver in your beard and uh, oh, that, gain some more weight again. That's yeah. I was gonna say it looks like I'd have to put that weight back on. Don't do it. No, not going to. <laughs> Be healthy. Also, not. I don't. Uh, my beard hasn't gone that silver yet. No. So I just have a little bit of it. I know. I, I know what he looks like now. I looked it yeah. up on my phone too. I could see it. I Am guess. I crazy? Am I crazy? I can see it. And Justin Roiland's only like a year older than I am. There you go. Well, that means we are, right? Because yeah. we're the same age. I think yeah. Dan Harmon's probably a few years older than we are, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Um, do you have anything else to say, Sam? I know you had you had a little... You said you had a little bit of a... A spiel. Uh, no, I think... Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I could see that. No, I think I've pretty much got through. Tim, we're like a better looking version of these guys. We could totally <laughs> yeah. take over their jobs. The only other thing that I want to say, and I, I think that Mark will probably back me on this, is I love how casually the alien like societies and species are handled. Mm. Like, That's for true. starters, the fact that the fact that most of them aren't uh, anthropomorphized, like that they're not uh, humanoid, right? Like yeah. a lot of them are just fucking weird amorphous or like insectoid creatures and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like because that's one thing that always. Shit. Yeah, that's one thing that always bothers me in like live action uh, like science Star fiction Trek is like, especially. no, there's no way that all of these fucking species 
evolved to have two arms and two legs and be roughly the same size as humans. This is horse shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and that's just like that sort of stuff that they just roll over and don't pay much attention to, but it is just a massive attention to detail. I really appreciate that. in in Rick and Morty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cause I'm like, and the fact that like, Rick seems to have had sex with all of them too. All of them. Unity. That episode was great <laughs> yeah. too. Well, like the Unity one, like yeah. that one made me laugh too. Um, who was the voice in that? That was Christina Hendricks, right? Who did the? Uh, the that main was Christina voice Hendricks. Yeah, yeah, that was the main voice of Unity. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, but like the fact that he, like he's he's seen to be like even this week where he's just like sitting there smoking that bong, the the laser bong or whatever it was. But I have no idea. Just with some diplomats. He was just hanging out with the, the diplomats from Israel and just like smoking a massive bong, he's making peace, doing big bong rips, good times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like I like the way they handle the uh, the aliens and stuff like that, and I like the the totally blase way the aliens handle like them because they're like they're so used to that intergalactic like yeah. whatever kaleidoscope of people being around. Like when Rick mm-hmm. and Morty fly through, they're just like, "Wow, you guys are kind of boring." Like, there's even I think is it in the first season where they're like, "Wow, you guys are pretty boring looking compared to like the rest of us because they're just humans and like <laughs> not exotic at all, just like fleshy and pink." Nah, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Nothing Hilarious. interesting there. And the fact that they can just like treat that so sort of throw in such a throwaway manner means that they can get to other like much more complex topics and stuff like that yeah. really quickly without a whole bunch of build up and stuff like that. Yeah. Like within three minutes in, you're into like an interdimensional story because it's not a huge budget, you know, live action TV show or movie or something like that. They can just be like, all right, we're just going straight to this. If people don't follow it, fuck them. Enough people will follow it that yeah. we can keep a good audience kind of thing yeah well it's also it's like the uh uh it's like the old argument with comics right like you can tell any story you want on a comic page because you really just it doesn't cost any more money for or the yeah. same thing about the simpsons right it costs just as much money to have the the cast like the group of the simpsons sitting on that couch and making like sight gags at each other or like talking to each other mm-hmm. as it does to animate homer in space whereas like in real life it's yeah. way easier for to shoot a bunch of people sitting on a couch than it is to shoot them in space because you have to create that. Yeah. Whereas in animation or in comics or whatever, you could just like, well, the artist has to figure it out. It's like, oh, I want him in space. Okay, he's in space. Yeah. So he just ends up in space, yeah. which is awesome. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this show gets to play with that, like play that like to the nth degree. I will stay though, like for like the simplified like the style, of the animation is so consistently well done too. Like, oh They yeah. don't mess around with that. Like the art style is so good, and it has didn't mm-hmm. have like um. I didn't feel like it had like a growing pains kind of thing. Like the first couple seasons of Archer, when you go back and watch them, you can tell they were struggling oh, with yeah, their style of animation. There's some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now it's so fluid and stuff like that. But like this, I feel like they yeah. came right out of the gate and like had it kind of figured out and solidified. I well, mean, because it's much more stylized than that Archer one. But it started off as <laughs> like totally insane. Uh, uh, no, it was Doc and Marty. Doc and Marty. Like, That's true. Yeah. It could only go up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But even the pilot, like, they, they within three seconds, they're on that other world, and, like, he's asking Rick or uh, Morty to shove those fucking things up his ass out of those weird-looking trees <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And all that stuff looks... Yeah. If you go back and watch it now, it doesn't look any less right. awesome than yeah. anything you've gotten in, like, season three. It's true. It is a bit yeah. smoother now, but yeah. smoothness just is part of creating... That's just production, animation. right? Like, yeah. as you get along, as you get better at what you do. So mm-hmm. whoever's animating, it's going to get better. The only thing that... I think they switched yeah. companies at one point, I, too. Yeah. So, side note, I think it's. Really I, I went back and watched. Like, uh, yeah, but I have a question. Guys. <laughs> All right, shoot. Well, what yeah. don't you like about the show? What's something that you don't like about Rick and Morty? Because, like, 
you know, the internet thrives on negativity and people like well, that's, that's usually the answer. But usually yeah. we don't go through a whole episode without praising it. So yeah. griping. Yeah. That was my that was going to be my next like closer question. But yeah, we can get into that. Like, yeah. what don't you like? What don't you like? Because for me, um, Why don't you start us off there, Paul. Well, other than the fandom itself. Well, I mean, that's not the show. That's so it's difficult fault. to like navigate around at this point. Because yeah. like, yeah, they're shitty, but like. You can't control who likes your shit. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that in particular. Like, and then on top of the fact that we all, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Like we were, we were all, we were begrudging the fans for thinking like saying that Rick is somebody that they idolize and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's everybody in this room's favorite character? Like by. We don't idolize him though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's Mark, one of. Mark kind of does. And I think that. Kinda. This is one of the problems <laughs> with the way that Rick is written sometimes is that because. Um, yeah, we're not supposed to idolize him, but that does like that had to be for some fans stated outright by Dr. Wong in that one episode because like people weren't getting why he was a toxic yeah. person. And like it needed for, for when a lot of people caught on to why Rick's kind of sucked as a person long ago. And <laughs> and when and going back to the fandom, like they the the those Ricks, like the people who call themselves Ricks on the internet, yeah, yeah. Uh, as ugh, which is weird. Um, None they, of them they hated <laughs> and they hated her, that character for doing that, and they were like, "Oh, this obviously was written by a woman." Blah blah blah, and it was just like, yeah. "Fuck you." I think. But I, I, I think that the writers needed to make it a little bit more clear because like they show Rick having so few consequences because of the episodic nature of the the season and how Rick kind of, even though he's going through all these arcs, still kind of reboots his personality yeah. again and again um, and doesn't seem to have any wear and tear. Well, uh, it's because he leaves every universe where he leaves an issue. Yeah, exactly. And so um, we haven't gotten, maybe like the writers are still building up to just how low Rick is going to get in the future. But like, yeah, that's, but that's a minor quibble. And it's mostly like people not reading Rick for who he really is. And again, it's a problem with the fandom. (laughs) It's it's a problem with like, it's not just a problem with Rick and Morty's fandom though. It is a problem with fandom in general. Cause like, it's been a long time since like, and we just had this conversation on our Facebook group, right? Where like, you thought Wonder Woman was more interesting because she wasn't an antihero, or yeah. everybody's an antihero. Most everyone's an antihero. Assaulting something right now. Yeah. Um, like especially mm-hmm. in but I mean, like, TV, but on TV in specific, like that trope's been going on forever. Like people love Tony Soprano, Don, and Draper. he's a piece of shit. Don Draper, total piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Walter White. Yeah. Same thing. Like these guys are not good guys, but people still look at them and be like, oh. I like kind of look up to him in a weird way. Yeah, like, where they to the point where they go after the real life actress Walter for uh, Skyler's wife. Skyler. Uh, yeah, sorry, not, yeah, uh, Skyler's yeah actress. Anna, Anna, name, like, Anna something. Anna. Anna Gun. Anna Gun. Yeah, yeah. They went after her in real life because they were yeah. uh, empath- empathizing a little too much with Walter White. Well, the same thing happened with um, I can't remember her name either. Uh, Carmela's actress too. Oh, Edie Falco. Yeah, Edie Falco, who like people would get on mm. on on her. It's just not as prevalent now as it was, yeah. or it wasn't as prevalent then as it is now because now they have social media to go after them on and stuff like yeah. that. So, but in, as far as antiheroes go, I think that um, the way that Rick and Morty handles that is great. I just like want them to continue to focus on the other characters in the family as yeah. much as they focus on Rick because I think the Beth episodes and the summer episodes have been really strong this year. Yeah. 
And I want to see more of that. And even more of Jerry. When the the Jerry episode where Rick and Jerry are together on that one. Yeah. Go on their own adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like for like up until this season, I was like, I and I think it wasn't so much that I hated the character. It's just that I didn't like the way he was written. Like I was like, he's so like almost flanderized ineffectual. Yeah. That like all the other characters are relatively well-rounded. Like they're a little like some of them are a little schizophrenic and stuff. But Mm -hmm. like they don't have that like he's just such a loser. But I'm like, oh, really? Like, just lean into it a little bit more. Like, you could have written him to be a relatively normal guy. And he's still going to pale in comparison to, like, the insane genius, like, that Rick is, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't have to write yeah. him to be such, like, potser, like... Like the parasite. Yeah, the parasite. They, where kind of he's, but like, they, the only they didn't early on. Like, it, he is just sort of, like, your normal average guy in, like, the first half of the first season kind of thing. It's not yeah. until, like, the second season where he's really just this, like, pathetic excuse for a man kind of thing. That's true. And yeah. And really start leaning hard into that. And that's something that, you know, a lot of series do, right? Like, they're like, oh, people like it when we do this with this character, yeah. so let's swing him harder. But actually, Harmon's really, Harmon's super guilty of that because he did it on Community, too. Because, like, like, what they did Britta. to Britta. And with like, Troy. And Troy. And Troy. And even Pierce, to a certain extent, like he wasn't that yeah. one-dimensional early on. It's just they eventually were just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's really easy for us to write Pierce as like asshole bigot, and it's really easy for us to yeah. write Britta as like airhead straw feminist, and like it's really easy for us to write Troy as Abed sidekick, man boy, yeah, man and like man child, kind of right? And yeah. then just lean into that kind of stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. like that was not where they were originally. So like I, like we we've been we praise Herman a lot, mm-hmm. but like there is sometimes where like he's fucking lazy about like his characterization and stuff yeah. like that. Like he'll be like, Oh, this is an easy thing to do. Yeah. So fucking, I'm just going to go with that. And he, cause he gets it, cheap laughs. Yeah. And he obviously wants to focus on Rick and Morty particularly. And so, like summer and Beth have both gained a yeah. lot from this season, but Jerry definitely like they doubled down on parasite Jerry. So. But he's gotten better like in this latter half of season three, I think yeah, yeah, like the last couple true. episodes he's improved greatly. Like he's not as like annoyingly, Yes. whatever so anyways. i just hope that they keep on having them be multifaceted yeah. and, and instead of britting the writing Brito, yeah all right <laughs> don't yeah. the writing <laughs> she bummed me out she was gonna be so smart at the beginning yeah yeah well then yeah. they make the, they yeah. outright make that I joke you were smarter too, right? when i yeah. met you you were, you were smarter than me yeah <laughs> smarter when i met you which was like i was almost a comment on the like the writers commenting on their own bullshit you know what i mean like that was yeah that was at that point so yeah. No, she stares. She just does. She that's what the cat does. She stares at everybody. Visual bits. <laughs> yeah, visual bits. I'll have to take a picture of her and put a picture of her on the Facebook page so that people know what she looks like or how she stares. <laughs> it's like you it's hard to Big break eyes. eye contact with her. Big eyes. Yeah. All right, uh Tim, what do you what do you not like about the show? Um for me, it's it's something that we've talked about and that some of you guys have praised. I'm not real big on like the sort of family morals of the show overall. Like I can watch any fucking sitcom to see like a family learn lessons about each other kind of thing. Right. And learn how to deal with each other sort of thing. Like I'm here for the crazy outlandish, like fucking sci-fi tropes and turning them on their heads kind of thing. I could do without like the, Oh, and by the end they learn that maybe they actually do love each other kind of thing. But we need that to humanize Rick. So he's not just a batshit cray. It's not and, and a there great are... thing for, to ground him, but it is an exceptional thing that I understand why they chose to ground him in that. Yeah. And I mean, I but I 
I see what you're saying, and I do understand why they do it. It's just not the reason that I watch the show. So if there's one thing that I would sort of not necessarily cut out completely, but maybe draw back on a little bit, it's that. But that's his whole thing with Morty, is that Morty is tied to him. But but I feel like you can get that without without spoon feeding it. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, there are some episodes where they really do spoon feed you, like, like the whole sort of overall moral of the episode is that Rick seems like this impenetrable fucking guy, but ultimately he has a soft spot for Morty. But if you watch like any episode, you get that impression, right? Like you can, you can extrapolate that from Rick's behavior that he has a soft spot for Morty without having to really go in and explain to people, like spend like two or three minutes saying like Rick wouldn't have done this if he didn't like you, Morty kind of thing. Mm. Well, that's why I thought it was funny this season when Morty was going down. He was so self-assured um, during the Heroes episode that, you know, mm-hmm. Rick was going to have this huge um, emotional thing about him and how um, he couldn't go through with all these murders because of Morty and it ends up being yeah. about the mopper the guy. The other guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was yeah. Dan Harmon being like, see, we still think shit like this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that 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 I appreciated for sure. But there have been some episodes that have leaned a little bit harder into that sort of thing. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good with this. This is, I can get this anywhere kind of thing. This isn't, I look for Rick and Morty. I look at, I watch Rick and Morty because I want something different and out of the ordinary kind of thing. Yeah, fair enough. What about you, Christy? Do you have anything that you hate? Um, I did hate that jelly bean. <laughs> You're supposed to hate the jelly bean, King, though. King jelly bean. I know, bean. but like... R- raping, raping, It was raping everything Morty. that it stood for. Ooh. Attempted rape. Yeah. Because he fucking <laughs> killed him first. I understand, and it was a brilliant way to show that. I also like, they used that to show, like, how fond of Morty Rick is, too, because yeah. he comes back and fucking kills him for it at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. But, and then when they hide the box of, like terrible po- photos oh yeah 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 i was just like oh what a commentary yeah yeah but <laughs> um i think that went a little bit far but in all honesty i like pretty much everything about rick and morty at first i hated it and now i've gone back and watched it i'm like oh no i don't know how i hated this Fair enough. it was just rick's <laughs> constant burping for a while that really bugged me <laughs> you're not the first person to say that it was obnoxious. It was only like the first like six episodes where it's like real. Well, maybe not even the first six. Like first three episodes where it's like, okay, you guys are overdoing this a little bit, and then they they've scaled it yeah, back. Yeah, they scaled like, it back. You get maybe one per episode now, kind of thing. No, you get more than that, but it's like it's not obnoxious. I feel like I notice it like once per episode. Yeah, it's like I still like that he burps in between his sentences. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, but it was like the constant drool, and he in the beginning <laughs> to me he just wasn't intelligent as much as he was. Um, just like obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. So I that's the only thing I didn't really like. But I think he's grown as a character a lot. Yep. I don't like the fans calling themselves Ricks. They don't know what that means. It's just weird. It's just weird. (laughs) Anyone who poor lonely bastards. Yeah. Anyone who sees that on TV and says, "Hey, that's me," needs to get some fucking help. You sadist! Like get out. Yeah, get out of your basement. Just the I, I like the, it's the the people who never like got past the like maybe the system is rigged concept like yeah the system is rigged in the world but we still have to live in it kind of thing and that's what 
Rick gets. Rick gets it. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Visual Bit. Cat was caught cat, on Paul. The cat's interfering yeah. again. And also hitting buttons on my Tinder, too. So, um, Are you Tindering while we episode? You know, He's been Tindering I'm, since you got back into town. So. I thought it was more of a grinder thing. I've been doing both. You got to use multiple <laughs> apps these days. Grinder. Yeah. So, Tinder. <laughs> Tinder, yeah. So I think that... Um, yeah, Rick himself, um, because he does, he is trying to find meaning in the nothing of every, everything, is so much better a person than those assholes who call themselves Ricks on the internet yeah. because they're not trying to see the good in the universe in any way. Yeah, it's true. And uh, they haven't seen half the shit Rick has. They've just seen internet <laughs> porn, I think. Yep. And that's it. And Rick and yeah. Morty. Rule, Maybe rule Rick 34. and Morty internet porn. Well, huh. Like, yeah, I'm the Rick. <laughs> All right, I'll we've, uh, Rick, we've we're, we're about to hit that magic two hour mark. So, are we seriously? Yeah. Go? All right, we're gonna we're gonna say thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you can let us know what your thoughts about uh, Rick and Morty are uh, on our Facebook page. I want to give a big shout out to everybody. I, we've been super busy on our Facebook page this past yeah, week, it's like been replying awesome. and stuff. It's been crazy. Um, getting all that kind of stuff. So keep it up. It's been fun to to chat with you guys. Uh, we're really enjoying it. Uh, especially since one of our commenters is actually on an episode. Yay. And I think we should throw that shout out again, too. If one of you guys want to like come in and do a guest spot, we can organize something and like. You can come watch me be sleepy. You can come watch Christy be sleepy or <laughs> yeah, we can hop online and do an episode with you if you're if you're that into it. So just let us know. Um, the easiest way to do that, obviously, is uh, like on that Facebook page. So Facebook.com slash Dance Robot Dance Podcast. Uh, you can shoot us a line at our Twitter um, at DRD underscore podcast. Or you can email us, dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. Um, obviously, if you haven't already, you can subscribe to our, our podcast at uh, Apple Podcasts or on the Google Play Store. Um, and I think Stitcher is the other big thing on the Android side. Right? Stitcher? No, um, it, well, Stitcher is good, but also Podcast Addict. Google Play. Any Google Play Store. Get the, yeah, the Google Play Store. Can. Google Play, Play Store is kind of the main way, I think, now, right? Podcast. Yeah. Um, if uh, you haven't already, please give us a rate and review on your platform of choice. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it. We made it through this episode without talking about the forbidden topic, so Christy can share this one. Hey! It's pretty good. I said it earlier when we weren't recording. No, we didn't record that part, though, yeah, see, so it's all good. So you can recommend that your, uh, that your grandma, that your nana, yeah, listen, listen or watch uh, Rick and Morty? <laughs> yeah, nana, it's so late. Don't listen. Yeah, don't listen to Rick and Morty. Yeah, she probably yeah. shouldn't watch Rick and Morty. Nana! If she can't, yeah. watch, if she can't listen, listen to this, she can't watch Rick and Morty. No, she, you know what, though? My Nana really loves people who fall down. So she might actually like something like Ricard. Fair enough. She wouldn't. All right. She's a wholesome angel soul. Uh huh. All right. So for Dance Robot Dance, I've been Mark. Uh, I'm saying goodnight. Uh, our guest from Korea, say goodnight, Paul. Good night. Out in Atlanta, our correspondent, Tim, you want to say goodnight? Wubba dub dub. Wubba dub dub. Christy, say goodnight. Get swifty. Shit on the floor. <laughs> there you go. Take off your pants. There you go. Existence. Gotta get swifty in here. What is it? Oh, I wish I knew it. Oh, uh, like Mr. the uh, Mr. Meeseeks? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What is that? We're not. We're not meant to exist for more than a few hours. Existence is real pain. Weird. <laughs> Existence is pain. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Good night. Show Good night. me what you got. Show me what you got. <laughs> 
All right, Morty, let's get, let's do it. Why don't you uh, find a button on one of those keyboards and lay down some kind of beat? Rick, I think we need to cut our losses. We get our family and portal out of here. Morty, good music comes from people who are relaxed. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh man. Okay. All right. Um. Oh yeah. You gotta get Swifty. You gotta get Swifty in here. It's time to get Swifty. Get Swifty? What the hell is that? It's our world's best effort, that's what. Take off your pants and your panties. Shit on the floor. Time to get Swifty in here. I'm Mr. Bulldogs. Mr. Bulldogs? Don't analyze it, Nathan. It's working. Take a shit on the floor. Time to get Swifty in here. And third-level donors get our all-access family pass. Listen! The storm is stopping! Hey, take your pants off. It's Swifty time today. Hmm. Please be kind to us, for we are but tiny things with entire bodies stuck to your ground. I like what you got. Good job! Yeah! <laughs>